My fingernails grow on my fingers, and my fingers are fixed firmly to my hands. Bioshock for a second. Um, hello, everybody. We're going to do a show tonight about Alistair Crowley. It's going to be good. Um, hopefully, I'm going to learn some stuff because I tried to do some research on it and I got dead confused. Um, as usual, go buy merch. We need to sell more merch because we are money hungry and that's the only reason we do it. Um, if you want to help the channel, become a member. If you don't want to become a member, do a super chat, even if you don't want to make a comment, because super chats help the channel. Without further ado, Oliver, Dave, Stuart, and Hidden Underbelly, how are you all doing, gentlemen? Hell yeah. It's going to be a beast of a show. Yay! All good. How, how, when did you think about saying that, Ollie? And what time did was it this afternoon? I thought about how it. Excited you to do it? I thought about it all week. <laughs> yeah he did yeah I, I, sorry about the chilling intro Lee. I, just, I, it was, it, I know it, I really liked it ended, on a, it, ended on a happy note I was here yeah, head yeah. banging that was it I'm quite I'm really pleased with this Mac Mini that was a 15 minute job was it mm. Mac Mini's race but um, yeah yeah uh, I don't how how I don't, I'm not really sure how to go into this episode. Neither am um, I. <laughs> the... What a mind! What a mind! Just like I have been listening all week to Crowley stuff, mm. and I am still none the wiser. There's so many people with different stories on him. So many lies out there, it, like truths mm -hmm. that people people state is truth. Then somebody else is saying this person is lying. It is. The minefield. The only thing I know is from all of the all of the stuff I, I watched and listened to, that guy was really into butt stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really, he was 
he was at home at that end. Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I'm going. I wait to go to America, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to you coming here. Too. Ding, 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 ding. I'm gonna get buggered then, Ethan. Well, my, my my favorite stuff there was the stuff that tied him in with the, like the um, with Jack the Ripper and stuff. And like, well, is, is, there, is there nothing this guy isn't being taught, tied to? Well, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys know about uh, Pauline Pierce, right? Is that the the maid? Pauline Pierce uh, is the mother of Barbara Pierce, who later on became Barbara Bush, who gave birth to George H. W. Oh. George W. Bush, who was the husband of George H. W. Bush. Yeah, yeah. So Pauline Pierce, at that time, uh, back in the day, went over to stay with her friend in Paris, who Aleister Crowley, after getting kicked out of Italy because of the death at the uh, his little compound commune thing he had going on in Sicily, staying with them, and he was working on the the sex magic rituals that would lead up to him contacting lamb and uh paul or uh pierce went home uh, a few months later you know nine months later gave birth to barbara barbara married george hw bush and gave birth to like she's she's very likely the the child of crowley they even look the same you look mm. at pictures of them and you're like ooh, that's mm. yeah, a lot of family resemblance that's a lot of family resemblance. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking out there, man. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, he's he influenced so many people. But I mean, Leah, I, I, did you did you kind of start from the beginning when you were doing the research on Crowley and listen to his childhood and stuff like that? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have a bit of a fucked up. Um, you're going to be a bit fucked up as an adult when you have a childhood like that. Yeah, it it wasn't normal, was it? But it, the funny thing was, I think when... Um, wait, His dad died he, of tongue cancer. No, That's when it all... I, I think there's, be, there's characters throughout, like, history. Where I, I'm probably further back, I mean, like, modern modern history, that seem to have the same sort of... Uh, like grounding points as him, you know. Like I, th- I think you can, if you stuck like Crowley, um, uh, scientist guy that starts Scientology. What's his name? My name is yeah, Hubbard. Hubbard, Hubbard, Alvin yeah. Hubbard, um, Charles Manson. I, I think if you got people like that around a dinner table together, you probably find. They'd end up having quite a lot in common with each other, and I, that's. I, I just wonder whether he was. He's. He, he was more in the lines of just another one of these sort of cult of personalities, but um, just the way he went around it was so sensationalized. It leads itself to um, to conspiracy theory, and it, you know, it leads itself to to, to fanciful thinking. Uh, if like, like they would like with any cult leader. You know, the if he was let I mean let let that's it, let's say um Charles Manson. Um let's say he turned around and started saying that he was being like he had his knowledge bestowed on him from like an an astral plane or something like that. 
mm-hmm. he would have he would have had the same mythos built around him as well. They just didn't give him enough acid. Maybe not. Yeah, he that man took a hell of a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to him. Oh, yeah, he likes the dragon. Uh, yeah, well, Manson's different. Maybe a different night, but like Crowley took a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. Love the drugs. Um, I'm not knocking him for that. Just <laughs> damn. <laughs> a, a lot of people don't realize. I mean, Crowley's family rich. You know, I mean, he had money. He came from money. So I mean, that's how his father was a, a uh, not a preacher. Was he a preacher? I can't remember. He was uh, very religious. I think he was a pre- yeah. uh, like like a preacher that type of thing. That's what he did. He he was a well, I mean he was a minister and like an offshoot of you know whatever you want to call it where they took everything in the Bible literally, literally. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. You know, whatever. And his mother used to call him a beast because he would get in trouble and do things, and he just kind of kept that nickname. And you kind of follow along. And it's like, damn, this guy's. But he was also apparently great at mountaineering and hiking and traveling the world after his parents died and took in all that money. He got the his mother called him the beast after because didn't he was really ill, wasn't he, for for quite some time? And his uncle took him on board and then introduced him to. Um, he thought he doesn't have long to live. I'm going to get the lad laid. Took him to some prostitutes, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Then he came back. He was better. Slept mm-hmm. with the the maid on his mm-hmm. mother's bed. That same maid got killed by was uh, apparently Jack the Ripper's first victim. It's it's it, also interesting that how his first child died to his first wife. Like they, 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 there's a lot missing from that. Like she just kind of withered away. She didn't make it a full year. Was that in China when she she caught some sort of? I don't she, think so. I thought they were in Europe. They could have. I know they started out, you know, of course, together after they got married, traveling through Egypt. That's the thing is the dude definitely took that money and he went he went out with it. Like he went everywhere. He was all about spirituality, and and rituals and actual practical magic and contacting other things. Like that's that's it. And he didn't care how he went about doing it. He would quite literally do anything. Mm. Yeah. You gotta give the guy dedication for that, but it's interesting. Like, so the the faith, the system, the magic system he set up the uh, what is it, Thelmily, Thermit? I don't, I'm gonna oh, say it wrong. Yeah, I can't pronounce it either. Yeah, the yeah. um, it's Greek. It's Greek for like the path. I think but, you pronounce uh, it better than I. I can. Yeah, and it, you can you know Google away, look it up, and see if you can say it correctly. I, I know I'm killing it. So. Thelema. There it is. Is that how you say it? Thelema? Thelema. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. Um, So they they founded that and uh, went on that whole path. It's. it's Do you mind just hitting the mute a second? Just just while, because this, 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 the tap dancing in the background. (laughs) Yeah, the dog's going a bit. Hang on. Hold on. Yeah. So. When they were doing that, like if you look at the people that that influenced, like Jack Parsons, who you know founded JPL and Rock, like you know Jet Propulsion Laboratories Foundation for NASA, and mm. all that. That's he was way into it. Him and, and his Scarlet Woman of the time, yeah, Parsons. Him and his Parsons, Scarlet Woman. What's that? Parsons still carried on the yes occult while oh, yeah. he was for, while he was forming NASA. 
Yes. It, sorry, it even, sorry to interrupt. No, no. He even sent his his girlfriend, wife's. He called his women Scarlet Women, just like Crowley did, and he sent her to the headquarters of it in Sicily. When you know, I'm like the dedication he had to it, and him and and L. Ron Hubbard was way into it, and they were practicing rituals. Interesting enough, they practiced rituals in the same place that they built JPL, as well as you know, if depending on if you go into the mythos where Area 51 is out on Dry Groom Lake. They were out there doing rituals, like mm. they were looking for a proper space, mm. you know. And it's like, it's crazy. It's it it's very crazy, right? I mean, there were there were reports of um people people having to turn up at Parsons' house because he was doing um he was doing the sex magic rituals. So he was yeah. he was famous for his orgies. Yeah, <laughs> and this is the guy behind NASA. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so one, I mean, one of the guys. One of the any key guy. I mean, he's he's also the guy behind JPL Jet Propulsion Labs, which is a huge deal. Um, and he was way into this shit, uh, so much so like him and Elron Hubbard were doing a summoning ritual for I believe it was like an elemental spirit, and that's when he met his his woman, his muse, his his Scarlet Woman. Um, and he always believed that that the summoning rituals would bring her to him, and she got she was way into the occult. Then he sent it. it like that whole path, it all comes back to Crowley and the sex magic rituals and, and, and rituals he put out. Like the one to Lamb, I didn't even know this. Like that was apparently a six month process. It was six months. And do you know where it took place? Egypt. No, Montauk, New York. Really? No way. Meet Lamb. It was in Montauk, New York. But that's that's where they that's where that's where he met the alien. Yes, but he also had another spiritual guide that he met in Egypt, who he believed to be the voice of Horus. And that was like Iosak, Iowask, I don't know. Iowask. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like he's, and that whole thing, how he he met that entity with his then wife when they were in Egypt, that story is incredibly fascinating. Like the first thing that they go to Egypt, right? Because he's got his dad's dead parents' money. They set up, and in the hotel room, he builds a ritual, and he starts trying to invoke the old gods. And that's when she goes at catatonic, whatever, and starts speaking in a different voice. That you know they're they're there to wait you, and she snaps out of it, leads him to a museum to these particular tablets, and the uh, marker numbers, the identification number on the Egyptian tablets, which was the tablets of Horus, was six six six. So the beast found the beast. And uh, <laughs> could I ask you a question? Yeah, you, you know Horus, because now you said something to me that's kind of like, isn't Horus now? He was a. Am I sure he's a Greek god? Egyptian. Egyptian. Horus was Egyptian. Egyptian. Now, wasn't yeah. Horus? Is wasn't Horus translate to folk, or am I wrong? I didn't look that part up. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't keep up with the different. Uh... It, it wouldn't surprise me because you know, the yeah. you find you find lots of these gods like transcend, don't they? The the cultures that they were originally started off in, copied and pasted. Yeah, there's a good chunk of the first half, the older part of the Bible that is basically based on Horus. I know that. Also uh, pronounced as Hiru and Hor in ancient Egyptian. It's yeah, so it's, that's how he met his first spiritual guide, who like told him he was a former prophet or whatever from Egypt, 
And that's what he believed for a while and just kind of used that as a guide to continue to study, study ritual magic. And it's also the thing that led him to eventually performing the uh, ritual. And, and it's, it was a six month ritual of fasting and sex and drugs and probably sacrifice. Um, like the, the guy who died in Italy that the tabloids picked up on and kind of ran with. And that's when he got, you know, kicked out of Italy and his whole little cult got kicked out. You, that nobody still lives in that house in Italy. Still, it's just no, it's correct. just like it's just, just like just like a fucking junkie. Uh, yeah, den. Yeah. Nobody has bought it. All, all the houses I think he's been associated with um, have come to rack and ruin in some way, shape, or form. Except for except for the castle at Loch Ness. Well, that's Bolski and house. That's only now just getting restored. It was um, caught up in a fire in 2015, I think it was. I think Jimmy um, Page didn't Jimmy Page own that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. No, that's very correct. And he said um, it was haunted as shit. Yeah, but he he wanted that house though. Yep. Oh, I mean, he, he went. He 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 paid over the odds for that house um, back in the day. So I did, but I mean, I, I went up to it. Um, it's on the east side of Loch Ness, and if you go, um, it's about I don't know five six minutes away from like the Loch Ness camp- campgrounds. And at one point, you could literally wander around it and stuff, and nobody was in it. <laughs> um, but I mean, he bought it, I think, just at the turn of the century. Just looking at my notes here, but, I mean, that's where he did a big chunk of his sex magic, his rituals, and stuff was in Bolskine House. It's a weird place, so it is. It's very kind of long and skinny. It's not like sort of castles in Scotland that are normally, you know, massive walls and stuff. Hmm. Do, do you find it? It's so interesting, though, that all these celebrities just latched on to to Crowley. Like it, you've got Crowley's face on one of the Beatles album just. Just right in the the background. Uh, David Bowie absolutely loved him. I mean, I I mean, David Bowie um, supposedly conjured a physical, like demon in his swimming pool, didn't he? With Crowley, that is the rumor. Yeah, (laughs) of Crowley, like no, with with him, I believe. With Crowley not dead in 1945 though. Surely. Sure. Oh no. Oh, maybe. Do you know what? Maybe I'm getting mixed up with the day then. Am I? Yeah. It. it uh, I think. It, I thought it was of Crowley. I think it was of Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was it? Like that was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting confused. Because yeah. it was like um, the psychologist and countercultural dude Timothy O'Leary, the writer William S. Burroughs, the filmmaker mm. Keith 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 Anger, and there was the artist Marjorie Cameron with the ones I sort of found out about. I didn't know. I mean, yeah, but as well as that, Jimmy Page, um, Bowie and all that kind of stuff. There's loads of folk have been influenced by him. And certain, shall we say, sex offenders that used to work for the BBC and give out medals um, was very much into him as well, but we won't mention his name. Marjorie Cameron was, uh, or Cameron, or just who she just went by, Cameron. She was uh, Jack Parsons summoned elemental right yeah they were she was 
she was incredibly plugged into the west coast of hollywood and all that jazz like her just moving around california and the people like the circle she like i looked into her for a while the circles she traveled in were the who's who you know what i mean like it's unbelievable it's unbelievable some of the people like you're a poet and an artist and all right kind of what are you doing hanging out with all these people but that's that's it but how many times do we see that with the um like with celebrities especially in that era um and like some like pretty unsavory characters you know it was i can't remember which beach boy it was which um charles manson moved in with to the point where his his management team had to had to knock on his door and go look like you've you've got to stop this this is not this is not a good look could have gone an entirely different way for the beach boys yeah. uh, <laughs> i think they but, they were into crowley as well weren't they good vibrations surprised some kind of vibration was the whole um you know the one the society that the like ex-presidents like Bush and Reagan and that were the Bohemian Grove, yes. the one that Alex thing that was all Crowley based stuff as well. Yeah, yes. some of the yeah the the effigy and ritual was yeah. yeah 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 to Moloch too as well. In fact, they follow part of his his laid out rituals that he expands in like the what is it the law and uh, he's got several books. Do but, what uh, I will. Yeah, I mean, but he has specific, like, this is how you conduct a ritual from studying. And give the guy that. I mean, he dedicated and he studied around the world these different, you know, if there was a, an organization, he joined it. <laughs> like, he, mm. he went all in. Um, so, I mean, I get that to an extent. Um, it's, yeah, the more I, the more like I looked into him, the more I was just like, what's real and what's not? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, well, you told me story. You you said something that I always thought because I thought he met Law in Egypt. No, no, he met. So that <laughs> that's documented pretty well. When he met Lamb, uh, Lamb, sorry, Lamb. Yeah, I, I'm not offended by it. <laughs> when he met Lamb, it was it like that's when I found out it's like it was in Mon Montauk. That's you gotta pretty, be kidding me, right? That's yeah, that, crazy. that's so strange. Um, and a, and the Indians of that area, the Montauk area, they have a thunder god that they worship, and they have a mask. You can Google it and look it up, and they break it out. You know what it looks like? Lamb. Really? Yes. Yes. I'm, it's I'm very freaky. Up. Yeah. The Montauk up, Project looked, is one of my favorite I things. Up, I looked up the Horus and Thor relationship, and it says that Thorpe is the son of Horus. Right. In that in that mythology, just wanted to is, put it out. Is Horus not the son of is it Osiris and Isis? I didn't say that. I didn't look that far now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't dig into that Osiris. mythology. And then yeah, you've got um, Hathor's the son of Horus. Just looking at it just now, and they all relate back to the god of the sun Ra. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show, Lee, for the and, 99 pence. My and, a bit, and a bit of the magic, because that's where they reckon the, the term amen comes from. Amen Ra. Mm. I've heard that, yeah. Uh, that's why I said they reckon. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, it, allegedly. With, yeah, the thing with him, with Crowley, that I think is interesting, is you have to take it is 
either the guy was just had a you know a magnetic personality and was a semi cult leader and was looking for his own philosophy to do whatever the fuck he wanted and justify it any way he could. Um, because all reports of like him as a person and his he was that's the thing that gets me is if he's this magnetic person and a cult leader, why does everyone describe him as just such an asshole? You know, <laughs> he's just caustic, he was bitter, he alienated people that were close to him left and right. Like maybe he maybe, was not maybe, easy to get on with. Maybe he just had a low tolerance for stupid people. It, some of the things are, are like famous uh, of just him freaking out on like his followers, his devoted fo- like oh. not great. There's a there's a segment of the population who wants to be beaten and, and submitted, but they don't usually go to international stardom on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. I know weird. what you're saying there, Dave, because for, I must have listened to this week, I would say. 10 shows on Alistair Crowley podcasts. Mm-hmm. And there's some of them that are saying that <coughs> the, the things that he was being accused of, i.e. children watching while they do the thing yep. they do, is but all bullshit. That never happened. And there's some saying, yes, that happened. That guy is sick as fuck. Oh, I believe it happened. But how, but yeah, I mean, it, it, but there's no, how you've, you've got no evidence. No, I mean, we, this was a long time ago. We, we're not coming only, up with evidence. Yeah, we've only got what because let's face it: in a lot of places, he was fucking hated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so and and back then, uh, you you couldn't be a gay man and get away with it. You know, people did mm-hmm. not like that. Mm. Was it so, illegal? Who, well, he didn't just yeah. stick to men. No, I, I know. You know, he he, he was greedy. Yeah, um, men, women, goats, whatever, whatever. But, <laughs> but who's to say that some of these people may have then said, "Well, th- this guy," because he had a, he had a lot of money to, to splash about, and they thought, oh, well, well. "Let's let's fuck his um his his reputation up. Let's add this to the pot." We do, that's the thing we don't actually know one hundred percent if he did these things. We're hearing these things from history, yeah. but. Because it's so long ago, there's no, there's no photographic evidence. There's there's very few photographs of him, very few. Which is also interesting because you think, well, he's a narcissistic personality, and there's all yeah. these, you know, dark yeah. diagnosis like this. Cool. Where's all the pictures and paintings of him? And that was the era when people were fucking trigger happy with them cameras. If you were rich, because yeah, you Just would data you, symbol. Being, yeah. being, being photographed yeah. was a thing. Um, but, but like you say about him, like appearing to be an asshole, it, that's the that's the odd thing about it. Because again, like, like I said just before about the whole cult of personality thing, um, I I got I got dead interested in uh, uh, Manson for a while, mm-hmm. and I know because I'm I'm can be a right victim of cult of personality. Uh, if I'd have been in there in California, maybe I'd have when the, when the sort of should we go and like kill a pregnant person? That would be uh, that might go against my morals. But up until that point, I'd have thought, yeah, this guy's this guy's pretty cool. I'll go and live on that um, that ranch for a little bit. That might be okay. Um, but I I don't think I would I would have fell into the Crowley thing because I'd have probably just thought he seemed like a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah, it... I think he put out that sort of persona as well to like 
to be the beast. Like a, yeah, maybe. I, I I don't think between his like the people that were in his inner circle, I don't think he was as big a dick to them, but just to the population at large, and especially this was at the time when um, the tabloid press was coming into its own and. Um, they did nothing but write about Crowley and stuff. And, mm. you know, I think f from that perspective of, like, the the working man who's, you know, down the, the mines, the pit, or in the factories or whatever, you know, they were getting to read about Crowley and he wanted to kind of keep up that persona to a certain extent. Um, but it is so difficult to find out what's true about him and what's not true about him because the whole lot yeah. just blends together. Yeah, I think my one. I know. I know we spoke about this a bit uh, on Friday, didn't we, Ollie? Did because we got into um, like Nazi technology yeah, uh, yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Oh, so and and the uh, you know being in the middle of a war effort and sending people off to go and try and find the Ark of the Covenant, stuff like that. But a still society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a it was a little bit off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bit of an odd um, thing to do. Yeah. Now my thing with. This has been I. I, th I think you get you get ideas that sort of worm their way into like subconscious and culture, but very quickly I think these the the nonsense gets filtered out. You know, we still keep it. You, you see it lots in conspiracy conspiracy fields where you know certain conspiracy th theories will come up and then they'll sort of drift away and then we, we don't talk about them again because there's no real substance to it. And when it comes to like the Crowley and the sex magic and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I can't help believe that there must be, you can't have that many people that are that influential that are continually doing these rituals without getting something back for doing it. You know, we did talk about Jack Parsons for, for, for a second. I'm sure he had a multitude of other things. And I'm, I don't get me wrong, the whole idea of having orgies fine like lots of people i'm sure have orgies i'm sure there are like it not very far away from where any of us live i'm sure there's a swinger a swingers house where they're all getting covered in all sorts of fluids but <laughs> the um but the thing is that it's not in the if, if that's all it was right fine it's just a kink at that point but when these people are performing these rituals, expecting to get something else back other than just sexual gratification, I don't think that you keep doing these things without something manifesting, without something tangible coming from it. Otherwise, it would ju you would just move on. But the whole the whole idea of this type of magic has stayed around for so long. There has to be some sort of validity to it. Well, they they had sex for like days, like, like yeah, it was tantric, yeah, just anyone. Everybody. Days, days, and days having sex now. Like... <laughs> I, I mean, you're using that word, but I feel like you don't know what it means. <laughs> I, I feel you only know where one of my hands is. <laughs> Both hands on the desk now, please. Oh dear. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like when I would, so I, I took it to a couple different views this week when I was when I was reading about him and listening and watching what I could find. Like YouTube's pretty censored on him, which I thought was strange. Google's pretty censored on him. I used other search engines and and you know other other media hosts. 
he kind of strikes me in the beginning as someone who's, you know, raised in a really strict religious doctrine and he's curious and he wants to know if there's anything to any of this. And so he kind of goes on that quest and gets obsessed with it. And he's just kind of tearing through everything because he's got the money and time and he's an intelligent guy. He was a chess master. He, you know, was attended Oxford. Oh, he's, he's very he's, smart. He's a, I mean, he's a bright guy. Bright guy. High IQ. If you've yeah. taken an IQ test, he was training to college at Cambridge mm-hmm. and stuff, and you don't get in back then mm-hmm. without having the smarts. Yeah. Uh, very, very intelligent. Yeah. So he's not a fool. So, so he's why pers- would a fool bother with all that shit? And, and he's pursuing it. And it with gusto with with drive with with means and with time right he dedicated treasure the time and reputation to this this he was all in okay and a lot of people well he had an undiagnosed mental illness he did a lot of psychedelics people see what i mean <sighs> typically when people are doing psychedelics they really don't have mental illnesses especially those kind of psychedelics cuz they help mental illness if anything it would straighten them out for lengths of time we have yeah. all the medical data and research now that that shows that's that's the way you want to treat a schizophrenic. You know, when they were doing small dose of LSD and or psilocybin, it they're they're totally functional. He was, uh, her- he was also a heroin a heroin addict as well. Later on, later on, because he well his, on and off, yeah. should I say, he was on and yeah. off a heroin a heroin yeah. addict. Yeah, he did a lot of coke though as well. I feel that's yeah, a, he did. I feel that's a permanent choice. I don't I don't know many on and off heroin addicts. <laughs> They're, like, just waiting. I, I'm, They're just waiting. I'm going through like a Guinness phase at the moment. Mm. I've never been through a heroin phase and then like <laughs> gone on to something else. You're still a young man. You're still a young man. <laughs> yeah, there's still time. Yeah. yeah, don't write it off early. Um, you know, when you look at like his his ritual magic and stuff, he was into psychedelics, he was into hash. You know, opium wasn't a play till later on. Mm. Uh, and it's and and allegedly. Again, we don't know, but from what I read, and I do believe he was prescribed uh, heroin because um, he had bronchitis. <laughs> and then after that, he was like, this is great. And another thing is, actually, so he he divorced his first wife because he that didn't like that. Rose she, Kelly. Yes. Yeah. He, he yeah. did not like that she became an alcoholic. Even though they were, they were into their whole sex magic thing and everything, he got rid of her for being an alcoholic because she had lost the discipline to keep control. And then later on, he became an you know a heroin addict, an alcoholic, and just kind of and devolved. Uh, if he maybe he was then, I don't know. Um, but it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. He he's he's definitely interesting. But it looks to me like he started out as someone who wanted to, who wanted answers. Wanted answers. I, I know. It's, I know it's about Crowley, Lee, but you, we we spoke about Jack Parsons and. Did, mm-hmm. we, didn't Jack make it to about 35 years old? And then he, a guy who was really talented in knowing his shit when it came to rockets, when it came to chemicals that mm-hmm. made those things, blew his own fucking face off. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, that's how he went. Isn't that a little bit odd? Well, this dust really isn't covered in too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> Like the thing is, you go down the the rabbit hole of the occult, and they're like, it's a ritual gone wrong, and you say, "Well, that's all hogwash." Okay, well then he blew himself up in his garage. Oh yeah, that makes sense. He was working on. He's also a genius. 
He was also the genius who was way into the occult and hanging out with L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, to, to blow yeah. your own, a genius like that, just to, I, I can't remember, I can't remember what he was invited to do. It was a job that he was asked to do. And because of that, he ended up going into hospital with half his face off. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like, I mean, genius people mess up too. Like if you're familiar with the demon core and like nuclear research and the criticalities that happened, they were fully the guy, aware. Is he the guy who set the demon core off? No. They, they literally you like held it open with a screwdriver. The screwdriver slipped and it started to get like critical mass. He was related to Parsons, I believe. He was really, yeah, but that wasn't Parsons. That's not how he went. No, it wasn't Parsons. But yeah, but no. yeah, no, they, they were pals. In fact, most of those scientists, like when you start, like they're linked to him in weird ways, in ways that you're like, hmm, you're hanging out at your, you know, occult sciences club that everyone knows this is where you're going in the desert and we're, you're bringing in prostitutes and goats. Yeah. It's your you're Thursday gonna... night thing. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to ask any more questions. <laughs> I don't, I don't want the answers, to, uh, you know, excuse my, my ignorance here. What's the demon core? Uh, yeah. Apart so... from, apart from uh, I, I think it's my Pokemon evolution. <laughs> so I was going to ask the same question later. <laughs> no, so so the Demon Core was a designed nuclear core for detonation. It's the way it it contained uh, dense nuclear material uh, and would bounce around on the inside. And as it built up, it would build to critical mass, right? And it'll have a flash of blue light. That is it going uh, a criticality. And that criticality is a fatal dose of near where I live. They had a criticality. And that building still exists because you can't really tear it down. And they have everything marked of where you can walk and where you can't walk if you have a security clearance to get back. And to the it. whole area is just irradiated. Yeah, the, the Demon Core was part of, of the Manhattan Project, wasn't it? Yeah, there were there were uh, yeah, they, and they uh, they took out of several people. Like there were there were several criticalities. So um, can, we, can we just talk about the fact that they called it a fucking Demon Core? You want to talk about the fact that uh, <laughs> Google? Do you know what the operating system that runs Google Chrome is? Adreno. Yes. Adreno. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it, like it, it, there's too many things. I I I uh, I, uh, I I don't believe that there can be so many things that call back to we'll 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 we'll, we'll blanket them as general Satanism, shall we? Uh, I I don't believe there can be so many like red flags for. Like genuine evil, like real evil. It's interesting you say that. So, like again to Crowley, when um, Stu, how do you say his first? The Iowa, Iowa, So when he would talk to him, he would talk to him over his left short shoulder from behind him, and he would tell him never to turn around, not while he was speaking to him. And that's how he, he in, in like the books, some of the like the law and things like that, it was dictated to him by him to be put out. Like it's very interesting. Like that's it's interesting. Like if you're ever familiar with schizophrenics and how they roll and you listen to how he describes different things, you're like, well, I don't know, I'm like a schizophrenic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. I have a I have a personal belief. Some people are just a little bit more tuned in, and maybe he was one of them, or maybe he made a terrible, maybe he made what I would believe to be the wrong choice. And did uh, you hear about his cat? Did you hear about his cat? His pet cat. Mm -mm. 
he wanted to prove he wanted to test out the nine lives thing and apparently he, he he did everything from like shut the cat out of a window to burning it to how test many this times out. was he able to do it <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. But I, I I think the I answer to the this under the cat was one. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's no I, two. I, I, the the answer to this um to this story might be how many cats did he own? That's a question. If it was more than one, it failed. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I say that is so his first maid. I I find it really interesting that. That he sorry the the maid that he that he that he lost his virginity. To. No, he didn't lose his virginity to the maid. He just fucked the maid. Okay, it's on his mom's bed at fifteen years old. That maid died. Uh, was Jack the Ripper's apparently Jack the Ripper's first victim? Hmm. Mary Kelly. What if fucking Crowley was Jack the Ripper? Now. I also know all... that yeah, he, he Crowley did claim to have met Jack the Ripper. I believe that. Come. Yeah, I believe that was probably. Why wouldn't he? When when was the Ripper active again? It's a great question. Oh, it was the 18th century, going into the 19th. I I, I think I'm not really into the Ripper, so I no. could be just butchering that, but. No, I was I was listening to a, a, doc, a, a to a, a podcast this afternoon about the where, where they were talking about the. Um, so it would have been any, if it was like eighteen eighteen eighty eight. So he would have been a teenager then. Yep. Mm -hmm. By the way, nobody mm -hmm. else has accused him of being Jack the Ripper. That's me. <laughs> yeah, but he's dead, so he can't fucking sue me. Yeah, it, it would be. It, it's interesting because I mean the the whole thing with uh, the Ripper was. Um, like surgical precision, wasn't it? You know, that's yeah. That, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's why the knowledge of anatomy, the doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy um, has a massive IQ, he does, but does that necessarily mean that he has the skills to, to do that? No. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, like <laughs> it's all up in the air, isn't it? It's yeah, just, I find it weird that he's, right, he's made he, uh, if he was he doing would, that, right. he wouldn't stop. Is this Marianne Nichols? Is that her name? Because Mary Jane Kelly was the other one. I think I think it was Mary Jane Kelly. I think that right. was the maid. That, that that would have been the fifth victim. She was the last. Mary Ann Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and then Mary Jane Kelly. That's still a strange coincidence. That's a strange linking. Yeah, it, yeah. It yeah. And and the fact that he did say that he met Jack the Ripper. I yeah, think Jack, Jack the Ripper gave him. Jack the Ripper apparently gave him some blood-soaking ties. Well, the, it was long believed that Jack the Ripper was a member of various cult societies in England. Oh, yeah, 100%. of which he definitely became members of, like a hundred percent. So if that guy really was trying to produce some kind of ritual, yeah, he probably encountered him because he was he was after it, man. He was after you know Maria Abramovich. A lot of the the ritual stuff you see her do in her art, that's that's Crowley esque reinvented of the of, of that. I mean, he he really did re I don't know that reinvent, but maybe streamlined existing rituals into something to maybe it works. Uh, Maria Bramovich does some really weird shit in her art, so she does. See, yeah, that, I wouldn't I, hang out with her. 
I believe she's the like the modern the, Crowley. The modern Crowley. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it must have been such a wild time as well. Like you, you have, um, you know, you talk about secret societies and uh, st stuff like that. But you, you, you're also, you, I mean, even like medical institutions are pay, paying grave robbers to go and uh, rob graves so they can get cadavers to learn anatomy on. Um, you yeah. still have like the the snake oil salesman tra uh, traveling with like giving potions out. The um, oh, mediumship is at like the parlor, like parlor trick level mediumship, where they would like get a room full of people together and they they, they would play tricks on the audience to make them think they were speaking to speaking to people on the other side. I mean, or or maybe they maybe they actually were, but I think history shows there was an awful lot of fakery going on in those days. Um, you. You really are on that. You talk about now we've been, uh, especially like the uh, sort of around our generations, where the generations that uh, move from a non, relatively non-technological society to now a heavy techno technologically led society. Yeah, you know, we bridge those gaps. Back then, you're talking about bridging the gaps between fucking magic and moving into modern science and modern medicine it must have been a fucking crazy time yes <laughs> yeah man it it and his pursuit of it i think is very fascinating because his, his pursuit was pretty methodical like he's like i'm gonna join this i'm gonna do that what's the next thing i heard about what's you know the great mysteries <clears throat> he was after it i mean he he full-on went in after it to spend everything he had chasing it yeah yeah Rachel, when when was the was the uh, uh pyramids discovered was in like in the mo modern archaeology archaeological sense i mean the people lived there always knew they were there yeah you mean, you no mean, but, but in, a, in a west yeah in a western sense when did when did we find them because before us it didn't matter <laughs> I mean, when did England show up there? I don't yes. know. Yeah. Uh, but the Greeks were aware, the Persians were aware, everybody was no, aware. No, yeah, but they, they don't they don't matter. They're not they're not like the no. So Mestron's put down there as the eighteen hundreds. And it's you see that that sort of thing. Um I think I, we may have been aware of them before that, but with with traveling on all that, I don't think yeah. many, many people because it would have taken a long time with the way that they have done it. To get there, but, so... but this this was the point I was going to make with that sort of like odd odd time between science and folklore, yeah, between science and folklore. Um, the can you imagine coming across that in, in that area as well? You know, it's, you've, you've, we've we've got boats. We're starting to travel. We're starting to try and connect the world the world through trade paths. Then uh, all of a sudden, you find these huge things that are unlike anything that you've that you've done before. It might as well be an alien spaceship. Like they, they would be the same as us digging something like that up now. Yo, we melt Antarctica and find Atlantis. Sorry, is that true? Were they buried? Yeah. Were they? Was there sand on them? Yes. Were they buried? And no one knew they were there. No, yeah. they're massive. They're huge. Everybody say, knew they were there. Yeah. 
like the Sphinx, they for a long time people just thought it was a head, and they started digging down. Yeah. Like, oh wow, that right? There's yeah. way more to this. Well, you th- um, just think of Cairo. You know, we, when you look at the uh, the Great Pyramid that sh- like shadows Cairo, yes. you would the, the, the Cairo wouldn't be there if you had to if you had to excavate excavate the uh, the pyramids. Most of old Cairo was built when they pillaged the limestone from the pyramids. Yeah, it was white polished limestone that was shiny and perfect, and they just stripped it all off to build a city mm-hmm. next to it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what yeah. it is. If you need a house, you're going to use it. Yeah, just take it. It's well, here. It, Why? Because well, everything it, else is sand. It is really hard to see, but well, you can't see it here because I've put your logo over it, Lee. Um, mm-hmm. But in the middle of that, the quality is so bad in the picture. But what it actually is in the middle of his head is the eye of Horus. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's also been. Um, he's he's also had like the full on Egyptian headdresses, hasn't he? With the mm-hmm. with the snake on them as well. Yeah. Uh, just I'm just gonna pop Martin's comment comments up here because uh, he said folklore. Like I can't say that word, but I know that's alchemy. Um, or or just rem- or just later rememberings, and I I'm not opposed to the uh to the idea that we have we have forgotten things that yes. we used to know as as 100% fact um if, oddly enough i think only now um after all this time i think you know, there's there's this big push at the moment isn't there with um for, for one for one reason or another but looking at more holistic medicines again mm-hmm. and the you know it, you it, it, the the obvious one to look at, which is like maybe not uh, like a dangerous thing that can can benefit anyone, is the um, is what uh, Lion's Mane does, you know, to like help like new neuron re, new, neuron regeneration. Is that yeah, right. Well, um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we knew that a long time ago before before like medicine had to have a a barcode and a patent on it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like, so, so just speaking of that, things that we know, like psilocybin with treating PTSD or other mental illnesses, imbalances, mm-hmm. not only that, the increased neuroplasticity and yeah. function. Like Is psilocybin off of like mushrooms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the studies that are done of that are wild. And you have all the pharmaceutical companies rushing to try and patent it. The problem is all their synthetic forms don't really work. Mm-hmm. Or like ECB-46, it's been extracted from the Blushwood tree in Australia, found funded by the Australian people, done at an Australian university, purchased by a pharmaceutical company in cancer research. Uh, put out there as a miracle drug. Pharmaceuticals company came in, paid everybody billions that was involved. Um and now it's gone, and you can't Buried take Blushwood Seas out of Australia. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's insane, it's, it's, man. Insane. Yeah, man, it's wild. It's wild. What's out there? It's, it's such a double-edged sword, isn't it? The like, I, I think maybe uh, faith in medicine has probably never been lower. So yeah, I I, I was going to say impacted, but yeah, uh, lower. Um, I think it's such a double-edged sword because obviously there is people, there are people out there which are not getting treatment for things that they could get treatment for, and it's it's not going to work out well in the long run. But 
I think on the positive side of it, it does mean that that skepticism is making people look around them for things yeah. as well. Dude, uh, if if I went at the face value of what my doctors told me, I would be blind. You know, literally. That was, oh, that I was, remember yeah. this from our yeah. first interview. Yeah, I don't remember that, but uh, if I had if I had the ability to make the screen go black, I'd do it now just to fuck with you. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so I did my own research and I found someone who I, I had a disease called keratoconus. It was very degenerative. I'd lost vision in my left eye. I was losing it in my right eye. Uh, found a guy in Austria uh, who built a cure called Myring implants. Went to the Sysis Center, went out there, gave him a wad of cash, uh, 90 seconds an eye, my eyes were fixed. And my optometrist and doctors here, like, you could go to California, $60,000 an eye for this procedure, or $30,000 an eye for this procedure, or we have to, you know, do a cornea transplant. That's really all your options. And I was like, I don't want to do any of that. Um, and this other guy did it no time. I was like, yeah, here's my money. <laughs> and then I walked away and... You know, I could probably stand to have glasses again. I just have enjoyed freedom without them. I mean, it's not perfect vision, but it's good enough that I don't need them. Uh, so, yeah, like I, that is that that moment that I realized, man, doctors are full of shit. You know, <laughs> they just they just they just know what they've been told. Right. Practicing doctors. Yeah, but, know what they've been told. But you're you're walking proof of this guy. This guy in Austria that his technique must work. So why it does work? Have, yeah. have they have they looked any further into his technique? Have they tried? Oh to... yeah, yeah. No, that's a hundred percent. The thing is, no insurance anywhere will pay for it. It's illegal in the United States and most other countries. You have to go somewhere that allows private hospitals and private treatment. So he treats in Austria, Colombia, I think somewhere in the Middle East. Um, yeah, that just is what it is. He could charge. He could have charged me whatever he wanted. I would have paid. You know, I that that happened with stem cells as well, didn't it? Like st um, stem cell treatment that had mm -hmm. to be that that was done in like Colombia and stuff like that first mm -hmm. before it they did it at the hospital I was at. That's was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, um, it's interesting, but yeah, so it's there's that was when you had the um, the encounter with the the young lady. Well, I mean, within a uh, 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 couple weeks, yeah. But was I was in the a, hospital for a few days. Was she a scarlet lady? No, was not to me. Not to me. She was afterwards, man. <laughs> no. No, she's no, scared uh, to live in Dave's mate. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yes. Uh, she, so, I mean, we we ran, me and a friend of mine, we ran into a woman in a small town in the Alps. Uh, I think, I mean, I talked to her. Uh, asked her for directions, had a conversation. We were both kind of, weren't kind of, we were awestruck to the point of not being like literally rendered speeches. I mean, once, yeah, she was, she was absolutely gorgeous. Um, but it was like when I stared at her eyes, they were super bright blue and she was blonde and just kind of bubbly and she spoke great, but her English was phenomenal. Um, and she just kind of kept laughing and giggling the whole time. And, and she answered our questions and, um, is like maybe being hypnotized or what I would imagine it's like to be hypnotized, just kind of under a spell. Right. And you're just like, what the fuck? And you're just kind of trying to shake it off. Then I was able to shake it off and, and kind of grab my buddy and he kind of snapped out of it. 
And she just kind of laughed and, and went on her way and, and you know, gave us the information we were asking for. And we looked down and we lost several hours or a few hours. So and, do you uh, think, so do you think she could she have been an alien like the Policians? I I don't know anything about that. I, I wouldn't even jump that far. I mean, the thing is, were we drink the night before? Sure. Could we have just kind of wandered around and lost track of time? Very possible. Okay. Uh, was she stunningly beautiful? Absolutely. Could it and just you... been a confluence of events? Ah, sure. I, we're also at a, an altitude that I'm not used <laughs> to being at. You know what I mean? Like John uh, Lines. John Lines wants to ask you a question. Yeah. Yes. Did she probe you? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I would have fought it though. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, it was. And she, when she left, she she said she was going home, but she walked into the church that was in front of us. And uh, you know, my friend's wife was trying to get a hold of him, um, and he called her back, and she was like, you know, I don't know. She thought we were day drinking, but uh, he was terrified of that. He was. He was, and he doesn't talk about it now. In fact, I would say the reason, like we we really haven't spoke in years, and I would say it's probably because of that. But you were terrified of it, but he was terrified. I don't know that I was afraid. I was. I don't know, man. It's kind of like getting con- like like contact high. If you've been in a room where everyone's getting high, and you're just kind of there, and you kind of get that. And you're trying to think, and it's just cloudy, right? Like you're just not forming the process, and you're like, "Oh, that's right, everyone around me is getting high." So now I got high. Oh, that must be what it is. Only it was like, "Why can't I think? Like well, I should be saying something." You know what I mean? Like all I did was smile like an idiot and just kind of, you know, sounds know. almost like fear response. No, because I didn't freeze in place, and my and my fight or flight, which I know is fight, not flight. No, that, uh, that's but it, it, but it sounds like a different type of response. Maybe a maybe a type of fear response that you weren't used to. I don't know. I was. I mean, see, he was only afraid afterwards. Like afterward is when it set in. It wasn't mm-hmm. it, during it. You were like a drug. It was like a drug. It was very strange. It was very mm-hmm. strange. It was very much like a drug. Like if if at that moment. If she's like, hey, well, let's I've go. known girls like that. Yeah, it's like if she's like, let's go jump off a bridge. I'd be like, all right, yeah, let's go. That's a fucking great idea. You know, I'll go first. You know, uh, very much like that. Very much like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of clouded part of the rest of the trip. But um, rest of the trip was good. You know. That's that's probably like what it's like to, to, to meet because you spoke, you hear about. We hear the rumors and what people have said when they met Crowley mm-hmm. that he he just fucking dominated that room. Yeah, Force I think some presence. people are different. I, I don't I I don't know if any any of you people have. Um, that sounded quite condescending, didn't it? If any of you people have meet have met somebody, you know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> met one have, of the uh, people. We <laughs> have have met somebody that's um, I exceptional like the 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 only um story i have is is i i I met lewis hamilton and um he i would i've never been a lewis hamilton fan i'm even less of a lewis hamilton fan now than i would than i was at the time um and it was the fact that you knew he was going to walk in the room before he walked in the room it was really weird and like when he there was there was like a, a room of maybe two hundred other journalists that were there, and uh, 
it was he was different. But too, and I just I just interviewed Valtteri Bottas before that, and done a Q and A with Toto Wolf. So I'd I'd already spoke to people that are heavily involved in Formula One before Lewis Hamilton turned up, and like he was. It was like it was like an alien. It it was like you all were we're made of the same stuff, but you're a different thing to me. And it it was it was really strange. The only team I've come across something like that is I was sent to go and photograph um, Oliver Reed, the actor who was coming into the local airport, and the guy was a prolific drinker. And while he was waiting for his driver to turn up. He said, come on to the bar and I'll buy you a drink. And, God, I mean, just... The people just gravitated oh, towards him. You had a beer with Oliver Reed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure did. It was just before his Gladiator. So that was, what, that was his next project. And it then he passed though. away. Yeah, passed away during it. <laughs> so he did. He was planning to do a film about a local cannibal, Sonny Bean, and he was mm. doing research on it and stuff. Um, that's why he was in the neighbourhood. But yeah, no, he was just, everybody gravitated towards him. It was bizarre. Mm. But it was like that, you know, you, 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 you literally felt his presence before he was anywhere near you. Mm. It could just be something as simple as, as humans, we celebrate talent. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because uh, I'm I'm sure well, it, it doesn't matter whether you uh, whether you play pool or whether you're a musician. There will always be like, a, a, especially music for some reason, but there will always be like those couple of people that have got even even if they if if they're not going to become professional within the scene that they're in, they've got just enough talent to be exceptional around who the, who they're around. And those people, people generally can't do enough for yeah yeah people yeah, react different to fame yeah yeah see this chick wasn't famous though so that wasn't it it wasn't and like the thing is she no, wouldn't no, remember her being be attractive but oh no uh, it's just some people I, you maybe. mean some people have some that they may maybe they know the secret maybe I mean, I, she's I, I, she's hiding that secret in a ridiculously rural, you know, <laughs> Alps, the town in the Alps, doing nothing with it. Because uh, it's isn't like... she? Speaking of Alps, was it the Alps where Crowley um, killed? No, well, I didn't kill, but he lot a whole team died. That was a K two. That was on K two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, speaking of K two. <laughs> yeah, speaking of K two, sorry, I don't know my geography. Um, but, but, but but yeah, the in fact that he, he didn't feel the, the story goes he didn't feel any remorse for that. But again, we're hearing that through history. You know, yeah. you're hearing that through somebody reporting on what he said when they saw Crowley. You're hearing that these people that died up there. Didn't like Crowley. Mm-hmm. He's, it, it, isn't that odd? That you, that... Not in the climbing community. Like a lot of climbers, especially free climbers and stuff like that, are very selfish people. 
and by their nature and they don't mean to be but like you literally can lose your friends mm. one season you could lose six eight friends yeah climbing so there's, I can quite, pre- there's, I, there's a detachment to yeah. i can appreciate that but they what was reported was there was a landslide and crowley just sat there so who reported on him just sitting there yeah because everybody else died Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who reported on him just sat there and not feeling any remorse? Probably him. Steve. Telling his own story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I can tell you it's not a fear response. Like, still to that chick, that's not a fear response because I had a fear response when I was on the beach with the lady and her kid on the beach in the middle of the night. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one I ran like a child. But, uh, yeah. You rang me the yeah. next morning. I did. I did. I called you when we first got there. I was showing you the, the house. Mm. It was awesome. Yeah, it uh, you know, it was weird, man. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, but Crowley, he's a... Uh, I don't know. The, the, I, I, I'm inclined to believe he was onto something and or figured something out. Mm. That's what I think he was evil? Do you think he was evil? <sighs> Probably. I mean, if, if anything, what, if what he did with kids was, was on point, then yeah. Yeah, but that okay. But what if? What if it's it's either it's right. It's easier to steal. It's it it it's it's easier to um to steal money than make money. Let's let's say that you know, you can you can you can steal a great greater quantity of money depending on how dastardly you want to be about doing it than it is to make it. So if we think of this. It, it generally is quite difficult to be good. So if that's a a natural law, or say for want of better words, um, then maybe that works in the same thing. If, if, we, if we just play with the idea that magic and this type of magic is actually real and yields results. Mm-hmm. So if, for want of better words again, dark magic is easier than light magic and gives better results quicker do you have to does that necessarily mean the person has to be evil to do it or does the act itself is the act itself evil so to to get to get uh results from it you have to do evil things does that make the person evil i think if you're doing it for as many years and dedicating your life to it yeah probably (laughs) But the, so does that the semantics like, of doing it one time like that's I I don't know man probably yeah probably in my in, in my personal morality yeah I would say yeah you, mm-hmm. you crossed an incredible line but that wasn't he didn't do it once no no but no, but that, that was that's, a dedication yeah. to it which I, I don't I'm not a fan of I don't like and I would definitely describe as evil but I can also respect the dedication and effort but yeah. you're saying for um is is it a bad thing if it if it generates a good thing in in the from from what you did, well, I mean, look, there would there wouldn't be NASA without Parsons. Well, that's not, that's not as we know it. I'm not sure that's a good thing. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> there, good there thing. wouldn't there wouldn't be uh, Tom Cruise without Hubbard. 
No, he would still Tom Cruise would still exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would might he not... Would he have a success without 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 that religion that he? Yeah, because the religion like, came out. Just find something else. We, oh, no, he's, we, he's, he's he's Tom Cruise has been in that for thirty years. Yeah, he he would have found something Over else. Thirty years. If Scientology. He, didn't he wasn't in sci- He wasn't a Scientologist during Cocktail. No. No, but he's been a Scientologist for 30 years. Yeah, but so we'd have just had Cocktail Tom Cruise instead of Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. I could no, do that. Yeah. He, he started doing Scientology um, at Rescue Business. Oh, did he? Because yeah, he's yeah. his first wife. No, I'm not going to lie. I just pulled Cocktail out of my ass. I wasn't expecting one of us to be such an avid Tom Cruise fan. I'm sure you did pull it out of your ass. <laughs> oh, that was a guy. <laughs> no, but... Um, I just remember watching Louis Theroux's documentary about Scientology, and they obviously mentioned Cruz, yeah. and it was his first wife whose name escapes me, I think Mimi Rogers. Yeah. Mimi Rogers. Yeah. And um, she's the one that got him into Scientology, and that was like during his risky business phase of his career. Um, so. But no, I don't know. Hubbard's so, a good one as well. That whole uh, Scientology one. thing's batshit crazy. Yeah, he, he just made a cult. That's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> he just made a cult uh, <laughs> to make money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Which, um, hey, you know. Clever guy. Clever guy. He but on the, on the doing bad to do good thing, I, um, I get what Ollie means. That, I mean, mm-hmm. we have... Like blood rituals and sacrifices have been a thing for uh, like since our oldest, like oldest records of man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is again, again, it makes me think. I mean, I know we 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 think back to like primitive civilizations, and we go, "Oh, aren't they stupid?" You know, meanwhile, we have something like isn't it six hundred thousand children go missing every year in America alone? So, and there's they. It is an incredible amount in England as well, but I forget what that number is. Um, oh, it's crazy high per capita. Yeah, it's yeah. like in the thousands, considering yeah. the amount of folk that stay in the UK. It's yeah, crazy it's, high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, without without this getting YouTube unfriendly, I'm I 100 believe that there are some terrible things that go on around that, including the the Google. Um, the Google search engine stuff, uh, word. Um, but it's even like dark magic or black magic or whatever you want to call it. Is there not like a price that you effectively have to pay for doing the rituals? It, it's almost like to benefit like, from it. Yeah, it's it's almost like that. The that class would In, be would become so scared of death if they knew there was some sort of karma. Karmic retribution after after life. That's why you that make that would, decision. You make that decision that, young, and then when you're would, older, you're like, "Damn, this is gonna end, and I fucked up big." Uh, and then they would do anything to uh, to prolong their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is that. I have again. I think anyone that's uh, listened to this uh, to, to any of these shows knows that I do. But I've done a bit of Formula One stuff, and I, I was always a big Nicky Lauda fan. I still am a big Nicolada fan, seem like a good guy. 
but where it like I think it was like five years ago, something something like that, he had another like relapse from his uh, car crash where his his lungs collapsed and he needed like a lung transplant and he had a lung transplant in like twenty four hours or something like that. Now, you if you, if something happens and all of a sudden you need organs really quickly before something happens to you, I would be sat there afterwards trying to work out that was that was handy. That was handy that these organs were available for me. <laughs> uh, I know which but... hospital to go to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But, uh, yeah, I just think there's there has to be something. If if people have been like willing to sacrifice their own child, you know, their like the their own like first like, born children. Like potentially Crowley. Yeah. Um it Did Crowley have kids? One yeah. and it died. Right. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm Bush. I think I think there was another. I only know of the one. Yeah, because didn't he have one later on in life, towards the end? Uh, maybe. Yeah, when he's yeah, like fifty. Second race. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, when he's like fifty. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's an interesting dude, man. But the thing is, like, what I found most fascinating is when you dig through it, the connections to so many other people, like the Jack Parsons thing. Like NASA, you know, and if you're connected to NASA and Jack Parsons, you're also connected to Project Paperclip because that's what they all got funneled through. Hmm. That's and interesting. Again, not to repeat myself from Friday, um, the it, it the whole thing of the Nazi war effort and using resources to essentially go on Indiana Jones esque magical jaunts it's that it's just it's crazy like the to think you would in the middle of a war you i mean and maybe it's bullshit maybe it's bullshit and maybe if they hadn't like done that with their resources that the, the war effort would have ended up ended differently for them maybe they fucked it by being I, too superstitious i don't know if you know this or not but they actually won uh, well yeah i mean the uh, they they threw the they threw the chaff away, man. But they they won. Yeah, there is yeah. there's some excellent uh, excellent shows from Majed Noirs uh, where he he believes a lot of the stuff we've lived through in the re in recent histories is a uh, um is because of Nazis that were absorbed into the West. It's Absolutely. funny you, we we should say about German, that the well, that was the Second World War, but the First World War. Did 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 you hear about the the Crowley stuff with the spy? Yeah, where he was a spy for a while. Yeah, but... yeah, he was part of. Because I tell you who was big on Crowley, Christopher Lee, the actor, who huh. was like the spy. I mean, he what he did in World War Two was basically what his cousin um, Ian Fleming based James Bond upon, and was he in Fleming? Christopher Lee's cousin. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea of that. I I loved Hammer Horror and I love Christopher Lee as Dracula. Christopher was Lee was originally part of the OSS and also was part of the original um, company that then became the SAS. Um, he was very much a spy during World War Two and afterwards, and he. 
Um, he was like big on Crowley. He had a lot of like Crowley's, um, like things that Crowley owned and stuff like that he collected. Um, he was a big fan of Crowley, from what I understand. But, but Crowley was was accused of being uh, of going uh, and being a traitor to his country. I'm all, I'm all right. Was about he? That. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> that, that's that's well, that's what I heard in a podcast. <laughs> Let's just put it that but way. Is that not but, just something that they tried to tar him with? No, no, no. They they said they said that he was he was he was deemed a traitor, but what he was really doing is he was a spy. Spy. He, yeah. Double agent type scenario. Yeah, double double agent. Yeah. I mean, what? Love him or hate him or whatever you think about the guy, what a fucking life. He lived what an interesting life. Very, very... That guy really fucking lived. Well, isn't it weird, though, when you get these people that seem to have lived, like, two or three lives? They've done so much... You, you just think, how how have you how have you had the time to do these things? I know. Hidden, what's the most interesting thing that you found along your journeys with Crow- looking into Crowley? The, the well, the link with Loch Ness. I always, I always thought that was pretty crazy, especially like with many, many people saying that he left the portal open. What a lot less. No, he left the portal open. It's, so there's there's an active portal supposedly being at, at oh. that place in Loch Ness. Just 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 opened up and for for anything to come through. You do it. See if you go to Fort Augustus, which is at the bottom of the loch, and there's you go right down to the world's edge at sunrise, there's weird blue light comes from that area of where the house is and the, the locals will tell you about it just weird blue light like in the yeah. clouds and stuff and it's been known locally for years um yeah. and bolskin like literally looks out towards um you've got like Urquhart castle which is always like in photos and stuff like that um of loch ness and some of the sightings of supposedly the monster are on that side of the lock. Um, but no, there's some weird shit has gone on when around about f- that mansion. When, when was the first... Um, when did he move into that, that house? I'm going to say 1899, but I don't know exactly. So when, did, when did we first ever speak about the Loch Ness Monster in the UK? Popularity-wise, I think it was 1905. Seems the when, was the, when was the when was the when was you know when the first was somebody with a, a, a desktop? Are you talking out about the? I want to know when the first sighting of the Loch Ness monster because I just find it fascinating that this motherfucker gets uh, Jack the Ripper and he gets Loch the Loch Ness monster, and he's got Jack Parsons behind NASA. He's got the fucking Scientologist guy. He's connected. Um, just have a look. 1933 was the first sort of big... Um, was that the published... first report of the Lost Net, Lost Ness Monster? No, it goes all the way back to 50, uh, 565 AD. Okay, fair enough. Um, St. Columba. There's stories of water beasts and kelpies and all that kind of nonsense. 
But um, there's a lot around. See, but when, the main ones was 1935. The main ones that kind of. When did when did, when did when did Crowley move into that house? I know it was. Before. It was during that time. He died in 1940. Was it 1945? Five. 1945, yeah. he died, and was that that was that was essentially his retirement home, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. What what year did he move into that house? Let's see if I can find out. Is it, Dave, you know about uh, like, like you've looked into stuff like this, like summoning stuff and things being brought in from elsewhere have i well you probably you've, you've probably looked into it more than we have i'm just i'm just wondering if if somebody was to summon something who's to say that it couldn't go into the fucking water because we, we always talk about every, every image of the Loch Ness monster like that you see let's forget the fake ones but every one that looks kind of legit doesn't really show a plesiosaurus it shows a serpent are there like any a... that look that look legit are they, oh, I, i'm not i'm not saying there's not but apart from that one where uh it it looks like a head sticking out that we know is, we know is fake now right. everything else tends to be just like shadows under the water i think he, yeah he but bought the one... it in he bought it in 1899 and the house was sold from under him um in 1918 when was the first report of serpents? Nineteen oh, like the whole sort of photographs and things like that. Nineteen oh five was sort of the first. The, the first re- I, I looked it up. The first report is of in the sixth century by an Irish monk named Saint Columbia. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, Saint Columba. Um, so that would be like the say the first recorded of it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of photographs and the modern sightings of um, the Loch Ness Monster, Crowley would have been about then. Because they, 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 in this thing at Bolskeen House and the website bolskeenhouse.org, I mean, they kind of paint him as a kind of mountaineer, <laughs> explorer, adventurer, chess champion more than anything else other than... Yeah. Yeah, See, he, he was a chess master. Really, yeah, he don't really go so much into his, the magic side of things. Although they do mention it, they do mention it. Well, well, I mean, that's like when you look into Jack Parsons, like they don't bring up his occult. No. Any of his occult work. They're like, oh, he's a, he's a brilliant scientist, engineer, physicist. <laughs> like he, He's an amateur. He was used to clean floors and then help found JPL. Like, yeah, he was also into some other shit. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Yeah, they not so much in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but Stu, as a Scotsman, let's be honest. I mean, the Loch Ness Monster's got a lot of bullshit to it, but it's got a lot of fucking legend to it where people have, have, have spoke about seeing fucking something in that water for a long time. Do you remember the naturalist Terry Nutkins? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He stayed in Fort Augustus and he had a hotel there. And he, we went and had a meal or two there a few times. And you would sit and start regaling you of stories of Johnny Morris and Animal Magic and the shows that he was on in the 70s and early 80s. But he's seen some really weird shit in the loch mm. and captured stuff on film. 
because you got the projector out white one night and showed us some bits and pieces, and it to me it looked like a big massive sturgeon fish, mm. um, but th- there was no definitive sort of thing to what it was. But he, I mean, there's loads. I mean, there's loads of locals. I've seen some weird sightings up there, um, but the, the reason how much why there is. The reason why I say this is this guy, he moves very close to, which is considered a a massive fucking, like, myth, legend, whatever. But then he met this motherfucker, which we're all, which is basically what this channel's fucking based on, is aliens, and that looks like a motherfucking alien. So I'm just I'm just I'm just wondering if this guy knew where his bread was bud. I don't know. I mean, Loch Ness itself is a weird loch because it's extremely deep. I mean, I think it is the deepest loch in the UK. Um yeah. the volume of water it holds literally is pretty vast. And there's just weird things go on in the mountains around you. It's just such a strange area. To like, it's beautiful. It really is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but there's some weird shit goes on around it. You know, you get weird weather patterns and all sorts of things going on up there. You could literally go to the top end of the loch, and it's completely sunny, gorgeous. And then you go to the middle and the southern end of the loch, and it just looks like winter's day. You know, mm. it's just bizarre. It's like going through a wall of weather. Lee, it was it was was it two days ago that I was speaking to you and I was saying, have you found anything on Lamb? I, I asked you that for, for this show. I said, what what are you hearing about Lamb? And I found it really hard to find any solid information. I think it's weird. This, this thing, how, yeah, how especially like in our modern sort of. It also has it also has a child's face on its cheek, by the way. Oh, okay. yeah, you said that. Yeah, I can't see it now. See, the only thing I knew about Lamb prior to digging this week was HP Lovecraft. Mm. Go on. He did a, a story about a grey alien lamb, but I don't know whether that was based off of um, like Crowley stuff or whatever, because mm. it is linked. What he called it, lamb. Yeah. So, so lamb is Tibetan. It means way or path. Interesting. How? how... I... Sorry, go on, mate. No, just I, I, how, do. Does anybody know how long he spent time with this thing talking to it back and forth? No. Well, 1919 was when he first made contact. But one thing I've just actually read here, Lamb was actually the shortened name. It was its proper name was Lama of Leng, as in Delhi Lama. Well, I I'd also saw Looking another one where in in his created thing he was trying to contact a, a an astral entity being God that had like a Shalama or some name like that. And then he ended up coming up with lamb. Mm. Like he, like that was the point of the Montauk, like the ritual he did in Montauk. It was again, six months. Um, I don't know, man. Again, everything around him is just really cloudy and murky, like, which is weird. 
you know, such a, a tabloided talked about figure, you you would think that there would be better trails. Like people would have dug through this. Ah, wait, hold on. HP Lovecraft supposedly made contact with Lamb and the whole Cthulhu thing mythos is comes out of the connections that he made through Lamb. So it is through Crowley, so HP Lovecraft must have known Crowley then. God, it just gets wow. it gets yeah. it gets weirder and weirder, man. That's a party. That is yeah, not that, a party, that, dude. That is, that is a party and a half. <laughs> He's that's, a motherfucking guy, that. H.P. <laughs> no, Lovecraft, those stories, if that's the inspiration, but like, oh, man, that's wherever the hell those things are coming from is not a good time. No. It's, yeah, uh, the, the whole is, thing is just. Is that, is, that a fa- is that factual? The inspiration for Lovecraft comes from Lamb. So it seems, I can't even pronounce this creature that eventually became Cthulhu. Yarlathotep. If that's true, why the fuck is nobody speaking about this? Uh, damn and I'm, I'm on the HP Lovecraft wiki, by the way. This is where I'm digging into this. Um, Lovecraft.fandom.com, and it's their wiki about Lovecraft and all the things that he's linked to. Uh, Dan Plast just said, I thought I heard somewhere that Lamb Drawing uh, originally had la- uh, large eyes, uh, like a grey, but it was changed later. I can't remember anything else, though. I, I've never heard that, but that would be really interesting if it was true. Yeah. The Mandela effect. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. <laughs> I do I do find it weird though that, that from the, all of the like the Crowley stuff that I I tried to get to cram into my little head before we did this show. Um I I've, I think Lamb is it kind of gets forgotten. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I find that really weird. In what way? <laughs> Well, it's it's just either either people don't address it at all, you know, when they were talk, when the when you watch a documentary, or it'll like the, it, the, it'll be like in a montage of things where they're talking about the rituals he's done, uh, and it'll say he's uh, supposedly contacting demons, and then it'll show you a quick flash of that picture, and then it's gone again. Um, the uh, if well, if then, any anything, well, when was when was Alice in Wonderland released? But didn't didn't he himself Crawley, look. didn't didn't Crawley not call this entity a demon nor an alien? He called him an interdimensional being, didn't he? Interdimensional being, yeah. Which is exactly why this is eighteen sixty-five. And this and this is where only, oh, uh, the only reason I thought that is because when you look at that picture of Lamb, it has the the uh, the, the it has a hat like the Queen of Hearts on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. so, Ah, never noticed that because I'm always fixated on him. Yeah, fucking hell, and also you've seen the you've seen the modern day Alice in Wonderland. With, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You've seen the size of fucking head. Yeah, hell yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, but see, the reason why I I threw that in with the in, 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 interdimensional beings is it's funny that CERNs has got a camera that photographs interdimensional beings. <laughs> Or CERN laboratories. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this guy oh, developed man. a camera. This guy developed a camera. All right, you guys, this is something that, you know, like, and it, uh, they've got pictures, and some of them are, you know, pareidolia, but some of them, they look pretty good. 
Well, this goes this goes in with another show. I want to do another point. Um, have either of you uh, heard of the uh, the skull experiments, the skull group? No, skull and crossbones. No skull. No. Uh, S L C O. They are an um, like it was a a group of mediums and psychics, and they they put together if if true some of the best evidence of um co- communication with like the spirit realm or like past lives like they 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 did quite a, f- a famous experiments where they were getting um they they came in contact with this group of spirits um that were uh, like dead essentially dead scientists and dead theologians that had so these this supposedly this group of spirits had got together and found this group of scientists and mediums that had got together to to try and contact them and because essentially they were working they, they were working together for the same end you had this group of spirits that wanted to contact the living and this group of like living people that wanted to contact the dead and um they were doing uh, exper- experiments where they would get the spirits to put um uh th- to project pictures onto undeveloped film and then they would go and develop the film and there was pictures of people there was pictures of places uh there was a picture of a gray alien um it, Shit. it's it's really weird can, but let me, can, let me let me see if i can find the picture of the Lee. skull group gray alien Lee, Lee, was this done on on videotape? Did they videotape this? No, well, there is supposedly a video of one of these entities. Yeah, Um, I've seen that. I've seen that videotape where they they did, they recorded it in such a strange manner. Yeah, well, this was the thing to prove what they were doing was legitimate. They had Kodak send them film in a sealed box that they put in the middle of the table. They did the seance and then they sent the film back to Kodak and there was images on the new film that Kodak had left for them in the unsealed box. They never... Wow. It's Uh, it's fucking wild. It rings very much so of two different things. One, the Philip experiment from 1972 and this again, it's another Canadian one. Um, Oh, what's her name? There's an there's a documentary about her. I think it's like writing in light, signs in light, where she uses her her camera. It's a it's an elderly woman oh, who's been I doing know. it her whole yeah. life. And yeah, yeah, if Stu would definitely know more about this because of the camera, like the camera and film have been set off to broken apart, looked at. People are like, no, they can't figure it out. In one frame, you'll see the light, this little light, and then it goes to the next frame, and then the next frame, and the frame in between. The light jumps all over the place and, and makes these huge swirls. And she's been selling it as art. And it's incredible. There are lights in the skies that appear. And as she films them, on like one frame of film, you'll see these unbelievable patterns. They're like, there's no way. There's no way that could happen. There's no way she could move the camera that fast to make that happen. You know, it's just, it's just not possible. And the yeah. Philip experiment is when a Canadian group of researchers, psychologists, scientists got together <clears throat> and they made up a ghost they gave him a fake backstory all these other things and then they tried to contact philip philip reached back or at least an entity claiming to be philip 
using the backstory that they had given. Dorothy Isa, is yeah. that her name? Dorothy Isa. Yep. Um, these are the. Uh, oh God. Don't yeah, the documentary the capturing the light. Capturing the light. Uh, that's yep. a great documentary to watch. Yeah, you can get it for free on Amazon because I yep. watched that not that long ago, actually. Yeah, I need to. It's very good. To watch this. Not it's seen very that. good. Not not uh, not as good. Some of the stuff that she's been. Yeah, that stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, she's. It, is really fascinating what she's captured, and she, the, the, similarly, Kodak sent her a sealed camera. Yep, that she yeah. could not get access to the film, and literally it was a case of use it, send it back, and then they'll expose what was going on. And there was really weird shit on it. Yeah. Well, this this here. Um... This is how, how they had the, they did the thing with the with the film. They put the film in this in this jar thing, um, and it's further down. I want to show you. So they, they came up with like all these like quite trippy images. That face I found fucking terrifying for some reason. The oh, uh, go go the, back the, to the, the face the, you the find two, terrifying. The two women, the 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 mirror image of the woman. Right. I I, I found that really creepy. But th this was all an undeveloped photo, photographic film. Um. What that there? These are the two. Oh my! I have seen this image. Alien I didn't know this. No, it's very friendly. That thing is definitely friendly. <laughs> um, and they also there was writing uh, written onto the film as well. Um, it's it, it's it's truly fascinating. I Lee, go back. Go back to that writing. I um. Fly me to the moon. Yeah, and look at the, there's there's a moon and stuff at the back. On the, on the film, but yeah, the because Crowley uh, did, did write in underneath the gray that, that, he, that nobody understood what it was as well. Yeah, it's like the, uh, uh, this was just the first Google I did to, to, to look for some of the stuff. Have but any of yeah. you ever seen Crowley's signature? It's like some sort of Japanese thing, isn't it? No, it's um, the E of Alistair, it looks like a dick the way he draws it. <laughs> If you get his Wikipedia, is this, is this a signature? Is it that? Is that this thing, or is that from the gray that you just put? The, is that? Is that not a signature? No, it just the spelling of Alistair Crowley. The A of Alistair just looks like a dick. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, go to Wikipedia and you go down the right hand side, and it shows you that his signature. So just bring that picture back up, Ollie. The, the one you did. See, I think the most the terrible thing here is is that not only have we got like a an evil Satanist, but you've made Lamb do blackface. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So uh, something I think it's funny he brought up the A. So Alistair Crowley um, formed and set up what's called AA. Right? Alien Addict. Yeah, it's a, it's a magical, <laughs> magical organization, organization uh, from 1907. Yeah, I, 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 I know, and under nine thousand subs, subs Ollie, that's bad. Yeah, it, 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 I think what is bad the weird, like two hundred ninety to two hundred three hundred, just keeps fluctuating like that. Like you motherfuckers, stop subscribing and resubscribing. Just uh, fucking stand fucking your ground, you nipples, mate. The, the, if 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 fucking Twitter's full of bots, YouTube is rife with them. Or maybe yeah. it's one guy with a bunch of fake accounts and gets his jollies from going back and forth. That uh, is also possible. 
I genuinely think right now we've got one of the the best like paranormal discussion shows going on the on the yeah, market. Who? Uh, who? I'll, I'll, I'll watch that channel. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get them on the show? <laughs> going back to the uh, thanks, Dave. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> going 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 back to the Queen of Hearts though. I just I just probably so. The the heart thing there behind the head, and it's it, it, this is probably really fucking reaching. No, oh. it is. It's definitely reaching. Is it that yeah. far? It could be considered a reachy round. It's definitely a reachy. Mm. Yeah, but but this Queen of Hearts with the alien looking head. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're reaching right round. She she's she's got all those she she and in some of the images she's got the upside down hearts, which mm. I find interesting. I mean, well, it, Alice in Wonderland is a uh, is a story about taking psychedelics. Yeah, that's and and I was actually going to say that uh, you know maybe once or twice in my life I've seen something kind of similar to that. Not the not the lamb, but the large behind it. The that film mm-hmm. that you know, if you've ever done them, you know, or <laughs> done enough of them. What what seeing something <laughs> behind a person. Yeah, so um, you know, allegedly, allegedly, um, mushrooms mixed with like a high level of THC from an edible, the way that breaks down in your liver, uh, the THC in an edible in a high dose breaks down your liver a lot like a psychedelic. And if you take mm-hmm. that with an actual psychedelic, it takes you on an incredibly wild ride and you tend to see a film, but kind of behind everything like a reality and it's it's a fractalish pattern it could definitely look like hearts i could definitely see it described like that i wouldn't describe it like that not that i've ever seen it um so yeah and he did a lot of that shit so yeah he did a lot of that shit he did a lot of that shit yeah so what what do we think then after like the Talking about this, the do we believe that he was Jack the Ripper? No, no. Um, In the was he do, was he doing something functional? What or was he, or did he just build essentially build his own legacy and build his own mythos? He definitely did that. But the question is, did he actually streamline ritual magic? Yeah. I don't know. I Never did, tried it. Did, I think he did most of it just to get laid. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, Seems the most likely. And narcotics. I mean, the thing is, is again, we go back to this thing of it being a different time with like the whole like parlor magic and um, like seances being there. You we look at, um, you know, the people using like spirit boards as. Like a, a family get together. Mm. Yeah, and it's. I mean, if it, it would it would it still be would it, would it be the case that if it wasn't for the Exorcist, we wouldn't think we wouldn't be so like scared of Ouija boards. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, literally demonized. If if it was just. Okay, if it, let, let's just 
play pardon the pun, but let's play devil's advocate, yeah. And it's just let's just say that this guy was just just messing with a load of stuff for fun. Don't worry about had... puns, Ali. I just said Ouija boards were demonized. You all like all bets are off now, so you won. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you remember, well, Dave, you, you've watched it quite a few times now. I showed you guys the, the Black Star video. Yeah. Yeah, it's loaded with uh, the occult. And, and, and Bowie was absolutely fucking fascinated with him. Absolutely mad on the guy. And, and that is that, that. Over the, I mean, with the space helmet and all that on, and it's on the that, moon. That it, one video is a show all on its own that you could just break down slowly, image for image, word for word of the song. Have you tried to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I like after you guys showed it to me, I spent a lot of time, dude. I started trying to what he was saying. The, Black Star. Uh, yeah, we, where mm. he's, you've got the, um, what looks like a—I I mean, it looks like a girl. I don't think it's a girl. I think it is a man dressed dressed as a girl that's got the tail coming out of the the skirt, walking on the moon, and she meets the uh, the astronaut mm. that is uh, dead on the moon, and she opens the helmet, and there's the skull there, and the skull's got all the diamonds, studded diamonds inside the skull, and then he. <laughs> All of a sudden, it goes back to some barn on Earth, and there's these people fucking shaking like fuck mm. in a barn, and and it almost looks like they're fucking and they've got something wrong with them. Um, and don't be ableist. There's there's yeah there's, there's, there's Bowie holding the um the Bible up, what looks like the Bible with a a black star on there, mm-hmm. and then you get these scare these people that are on crucifix in a, a cornfield that are technically scarecrows, but it's, it's odd. Mm. It's I'll odd never... that it's odd that a guy would do that as one of his last videos before he died. Yeah. And he, he part of the song is, you know, he sings like the, was it the chorus in the Villa of Ormon, you know, you stand between the light and the darkness. <clears throat> With a solitary like ca- a solitary candle. Yeah, a solitary candle shines. You know, and mm. uh, Villa Orman is, is translated as um, House of Serpents. So in the House of the Serpent, you stand between a solitary candle and the darkness. And then you watch the rest of the video and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> Dude's trying to say something. <laughs> Hey guys, listen, I'm going to have to bounce because I can hardly keep my eyes open. It's been a busy weekend, so I will let you guys keep chatting and I'll catch no up worries, with you buddy. very soon. Cheers, Stu. I'm just, I'm just looking for something to show you. No, no, yeah. Was it those texts you sent me earlier? Just, I just wanted to say though, like you, you know, when you said like crawling may have unified the magic, I was I was also thought well the first uh, one of the first people that I knew that actually put put stuff down in book was Solomon. Yeah, the Solomon keys. So he kind of unified it in a way to give us ants. Well, I didn't mean so much like I didn't say unify. I mean like streamlined. He streamlined ritual no. magic, like sex ritual magic. Like that clearly is the one he was going for. He studied a lot of it everywhere, and he's like, "Hey, this is what you need to do." 
the, uh, um, there's another thing I always wanted to know because I find it I find it kind of interesting that Crawley went into the music scene. He influenced a lot of the music, and then you had Avril um, Anton Levine who went into the movie scene and influenced the movies. Yeah, but he was that was definitely a guy that like people like Anton Levay. It's like, yeah, he was really just into fucking and building up his own ego. Like, I never considered like the Church of Satanism. Mm. They're they're generally uh, atheistic at, at their core. They don't really I just, believe in anything. I just it's it, kind of a joke for them. Mm. Yeah, but at least all the ones I've ever met. I find it kind of interesting, like a lot of like um the connection with him and um. Uh, James Mansfield, his connection, his connection with the, the, you know, the, you know, the, where they filmed Rosemary's Baby. Mm -hmm. Now oh, it, yeah. is, it is, it is a folklore that, that the devil was played by him. You, you know what I mean? That mm -hmm. is a folklore, but the, how the, the apartment that John Lennon got shot, shot at, shot outside was the, was the apartment building where Rosemary's Baby was filmed. I think people play around with stuff unintentionally unintentionally try and look for or, or just to mock it not even not even looking for a connection like like again i've, I've met several people from the church of satan uh they tend just to be atheists and it's kind of a mocking thing that they think it's funny for yeah. people who actually believe in anything and they like to throw it in their face like, you're a fucking idiot but, you're blah blah but, blah but yeah. isn't that the best way isn't that the best way to discount something is by mocking it no the best way to do it is to join what you hate most of the real people who really believe in dark shit that I have personally had <laughs> in my life are usually involved in mega church organizations. Yeah, because you because well, that I mean that's where you want to be. If you if you hate something, you want to corrupt it from the inside. Yeah. Can we just skip back two seconds to uh, the Bowie thing because mm -hmm. I was uh, I wanted to bring this up on a, a podcast we did a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I didn't get a chance because we fit we finished it. And because it fits again now with what we're talking about, I, I, I don't I don't know if you guys know this. Um, you know how uh, Bowie had his own internet service provider, didn't he? BowieNet, and that had its um, that had its own message board as well. Bowie would post on that message board under the username of Sailor, um, and I but the last posts from Sailor, which were done, I, I can't remember when Bowie died, but it was before just just before he died um it, his last two posts were on the 15th and sorry they were both on the 15th of december i thought it was 15th and 16th uh bowie's last post on bowie networks google's motto is bullshit they are destroying the most glorious gift humanity was granted in the last 300 years google is the illuminati the illuminati is google the future under Google is a fascist dystopia. Their way or the highway. No room for di uh, for dissenters. No room for free speech. Google is a boot stomping on your face uh, for eternity. Signed, Sailor. Is that the 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 next one was? Google are are the deep state. Forget about conventional wars. Forget about spies. Forget about intelligence agencies. Forget about all that. It's all about the internet, uh, and Google run the internet. They decide how you feel. They decide what you think, what what informs you. You can, uh, you can, you can, and ca what information you can and cannot look at. And ultimately, 
uh, who does and doesn't have a voice. I, for a man that was so switched on with the internet, for a man that had such a a reach to his fans as well, and like a, a direct line of communication, I find it fascinating that those were the last two things he decided to say to to, to like to his like the core fans. I don't know if you uh, if if you meet a Bowie fan, Jesus Christ, that, that like Bowie fans fucking love Bowie, but I I just I I, I couldn't believe that because i mean i i consider myself a reasonable bowie fan i'm not a mega fan by any stretch of imagination i, I am like a bit of i am a music fan i also think that there is a secret cabal that's trying to take over the world and send us into some sort of techno techno dystopian technocracy uh i can't believe it's took between 2015 and 2023 for me to read those fucking messages I can't believe I ain't heard that before. Exactly. How how have I not how have I not read those before? But is he not speaking the truth though? Oh, he's speaking hundred percent truth. Um, that's the thing with Bowie. I do. Th- I, I'm I'm sure he's been involved in some sort of in in some pretty occult dealings. Mm. Um, I'm not. He was definitely like, searching as well. Like Prince as well, but this is and this is the thing, you know. Prince starts to talk about chemtrails. Prince dies, you know. That's 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 the fact there. Um, I, I, it, it this is the it, it's this whole thing of this. Everybody thinks everybody famous is in the club, and I just simply don't believe it. You know, even when we're doing this uh, show here, because because I'm a big Rogan fan, uh, one of our our listeners and someone I speak to quite regularly sent me a picture of Rogan and Anton Lavey together. Um, it's what can it be if there's something there, and it and it like it it, it it does go back to the Crowley and the these teachings and doctrines that these people seem to follow. Isn't it crazy that we don't have the whistleblowers? Well, we kind of do, but they don't. They get kind. Of, they get silenced. That, that's what. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's. Oh, it's like um, dark, funny. Man. Funny enough, it's I was dark. Funny enough, I was talking today to my mother-in-law about um this comedian. One, he's he's one of my favorite comedians called Cat Williams. Mm. Yeah, and look what they did to him when he look what they did to him when he was starting to talk about the parties that he was going to in Hollywood. Yeah. And I mean, he—it's—it's the stand-up is there because he did it in a way like kind of um, how Bill Hicks would do it. You know, it's telling the truth, but he's put it in a joke, and he was doing it that way. And they—they—they—they they, they, they tried to vilify him. They actually tried to arrest him for robbery of his own jewelry. <laughs> so they—they they come at you. They come at you. There was another. There was another um, comedian. He spoke out about certain things and he had to run off to Africa for a bit. <laughs> I've I've literally just put David David Bowie a cult and there's loads of stuff of Crowley coming up, loads of it. Hmm. I think he would be like the forefather, wouldn't he? Well look, I mean there's the Ziggy Stardust, there is uh Yeah. The there's the uh, 
it's hard to find pictures of um of of celebrities especially like artists that aren't covering an eye there's definitely photographs of of bowie covering the covering the eye but like ziggy stardust in in particular you know it's mm -hmm. the the whole persona was with the the right eye covered that that's more believable because i kind of think nowadays they're doing it to sell records to just get you know the moment you see like jay-z was doing the symbols and all that and it was just mm -hmm. getting talked about i was just gonna ask you i'll just click those pictures with the uh um with the with the uh, egyptian headdresses on the two pictures because that is that crowley on the left yes yes yeah. yes that's crowley I mean, he could just be dressed up as an Egyptian. It would have been, could, I suppose, it would have been just, I, mean, I, I know that 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 holding the arm with the arm down is symbolism, isn't it? I can't, I can't remember where it's for, but I know that is that's a thing. He's posing like the Sphinx. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 in the same as the. It's not at, like you know that the the whole as above so I'll below. I'll tell you thing. what is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's in the same, see, same see realm. See do it. Yeah. See, see this picture here where where he's got the attention to detail. So he's got the see the ring. See the ring that he's got on his mm -hmm. finger, the like the lizard. So you've got um if you look at Crowley's ring, he's got he's got a very, very similar ring. You can only just see it. Uh, you can't see. Oh, that's a really shit image. So if you if you get a good quality image of that, you can see it's a serpent ring mm. that he has on his finger. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. yeah, it makes you wonder what was going on and what's still going on. And I think we get to hear more about it, like under talking about uh, Cat Williams and stuff, like the the this like prolific movement of these reality celebrities. Um, I doing this, I saw a, uh, some chick I'd never heard of called Loa Vicky. I have no idea what she's famous for. Um, but anyway, she was talking about going to uh, some Hollywood party of someone else, Bella Thorne, who I, I don't know who that is either. I've heard that name. Yeah. I, I don't know who that is, but anyway, so I guess she got invited to this Hollywood party and they're like, Hey, before you go, you have to sign this agreement. Then you have to ink it in blood. And she was like, "What? No, absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not going. To, but this is this is a really big party. It's this is this is the party. You this will to. make you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I don't give a shit. I'm not doing that. Like, well, hasn't, nope. hasn't that a uh, uh, Nickelodeon guy just gone missing? What's his name? I don't know. He was he was the star of a. I, I oh, he's, they found him. I know who you're on about Drake. Is he alive? Yeah, yeah. They found yeah, him. Because he's, um, I, I, uh, he went missing shortly after he started talking about uh, like abuse in Hollywood of child actors. So they replaced him, or you know, or just took had a serious Excuse conversation me. with him. Yeah, can we can we can we have a chat with you? Yeah, take these drugs. We'll be back in seventy two hours. Watch the flashing light. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that scene from um, never mind. Mm. Yeah, it's like what well, you I mean. Look at what Mel Gibson was talking about back in the day. You know, it's always this weird veiled 
what's going on? What are you talking about? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't want any part of it. I. I don't. I'm good. I'm good right here. You know, I'm. I'm just yeah. fine right here. So I, th- I think. I think that Cat Williams, when he saw what was going on, he was so shocked. Yeah. And there uh, was there was a, a podcast I'd watch with these again. I had no idea who they are. The name of it. It was, I guess, TikTok celebs doing a pod. I don't know. And uh, it caught my eye because it's a friend of mine had shared it with me, and he never shares anything like this. And uh, they were talking about a friend of theirs who uh, somebody came and offered her like, "Hey, if you want to be famous, you have to sell your soul and you have to sacrifice a family member." And if you do that, I'll guarantee you fame. Like, that's what will happen. And she went and told them, and they're like, what? That doesn't sound real. And I guess she called and told her mom, and her mom said, I'll, I'll do that for you. I'll definitely be your sacrifice so you can live your dream. Wow. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. Maybe it was a joke. Maybe? Not only that, like the chick's mom's like, yeah, I'm down for that. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Dude, you- I love my kids. I know. No. I do no, if you if you were older, like let's say let's say you were in your seventies. No, I got some because that there. that leads to a path <laughs> that you don't come back from. Oh yeah, no, no, I do. I, I mean, if if yeah. you take out the fact that this is clearly fucking human like, sacrifice and making yeah, it's the devil. yeah, but um, I know I get what you mean, but it's I I can understand why someone would do it. I, I um, guess, you know, but the same thing is like, I don't know, man. There's so much dark stuff that's veiled that no one wants to talk about. Like, look at the Podesta mm-hmm. emails. You got Hillary Clinton talking about sacrificing chickens to Moloch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Look mm-hmm. at that. I mean, ha ha ha. Or laugh out yeah. loud. You know, like, <laughs> fuck, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. The, um, and why did you spick, pick that specific reference? Name. Yeah. That one. Well, look at the laptop, the Wiener laptop, and the like. The supposed file. If you, don't I don't. Know. You know, I don't ever want to look at that laptop. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. know where that laptop is. I never want to watch that video because twelve did is dead. Twenty-seven. Well, it's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven now is it? Twenty-seven of the police officers that worked on the case died. Everyone that was on that case has died. Anyone that touched that laptop is dead. Wild. The curse. That's enough. Laptop. That it's no, it's not a curse. It's not a curse by any stretch of the imaginations. It's those people have been they saw some shit they shouldn't have yeah, seen. They've seen stuff, they shouldn't have seen it, and they have been eliminated for seeing that. Wild. Yep. Um, now I want to see the laptop. <laughs> no. No. You- <laughs> Off, off, stream, off stream. If you if you don't know where it is, when we when we finish this, I will I will tell you what is supposedly on that. But if I I, I might as well tell Ollie to close the channel down as talk about it. Oh yeah, like there's there's no, a specific just, name and reference. It's not even. Worse yeah, 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 yeah. It just yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just it. we just shut up shop. That's <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I no think this is the thing. Maybe we change the name of this show from uh, to like from from Alistair to Ziggy or something like that, and like the the history of occult magic, something. The uh, Ollie's put his Ollie's put his my Anthony Weiner's laptop. Ziggy uh, Crowley. It's got a ring. Yeah. yeah. It does. No it A does. to Z. Alistair to Ziggy. Mm. Um, <laughs> but um, I was. But this is where, to be perfectly honest, like this is. This is where I was really hoping this show would go because um, this modern 
cult that I oh say sorry I shouldn't say modern because I don't think it is modern I think it's super old I think it's super old and I think the teachings are are mm. super old that people are following um I think that's the biggest conspiracy mm. I think the fact that that we are we are interfered with and corralled yeah. by yeah. a secret cabal that live under very different rules mm-hmm. with a very different religion to what we see surface level mm-hmm. in the same way as that there is if you if you you look at the internet with the internet is what it is what it is we know there's a dark layer that lives underneath that in or on the internet and if you're on surface web you won't see any of that you don't you don't see it so that's fine you live your life i think there is a it just to reality in general there is a subsurface level lee we have a uh, fan watching right now Who's, who's been messaging me? Do we? <laughs> tell her Joe Rogan is not. The, oh, no, I can tell her. There's nothing wrong with Joe Rogan. He's an angel. I I, I, I think Joe Rogan is is uh, easily confused and bamboozled. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, hey, hey, mode. That's all I'll say. Hey, mode. I know you're watching. <laughs> I'd just like to say hello, Joe Rogan. What they said does not have anything to do with me, and I'll be happy to be a guest on your show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be. I'm good. I, I don't want someone else can have that thing. Yeah. I couldn't. Thank I you. Couldn't more, more Joe Rogan for me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't believe it the other day. I was watching um, a like a documentary on YouTube, and I had various clips and stuff like that. And then the next thing is, it rolled around a clip of Fox News. And who did I see sat on Fox News but you could self? Oh, me. God, yeah, yes. you hit it. You're on Fox News. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was no awesome. Idea. That was awesome. He shared that in the chat. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> well done, mate. Thank you. That yeah, was a no, long, was long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just... I, I, it, was, it was one of the... It, it was so weird because I didn't know that had happened. And then uh, uh, it, yeah, it just popped up. That like, hang on a second, I know that individual. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been in the UK papers again this week. Was it this week or last week? Um, this week, this week, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been pretty much global this week. <laughs> man, man, Go check yeah, out hidden people. That was that was a crazy interview, man. <laughs> Moody Mongols just put a, a great post up there that I think is quite relevant to a lot Moody. of the stuff we really like. Moody, about. yeah, no, he's he's a really good like. How do you know Moody's a he? The chat. What? How do you know he's a he? Um, demographics. <laughs> Um, Christopher Lee was against. So I, I might I might as well just say that and get myself out into trouble before I get myself into trouble by trying to get myself out of trouble. Uh, Moody Mongol. Um, Christopher Lee was against all that stuff, uh, plus people approached him who were very into it. Uh, Lee was religious and didn't go for that stuff, but given uh, his roles, he deeply researched it. And regardless of his roles, I think that's that's the other thing to think about when you see pictures of people with people or you or people are into um well essentially what 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 we do you know like like the if if you look at some of the stuff especially on the um like the, the modern um 
modern conspiracies where we talk about like people going missing and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of children going missing. Uh, like you don't come back from that the same when you look into that stuff, and that has changed me. Mm. Like the like looking into that sort of thing has definitely changed me as a person. So, um, but you don't have to agree with something to to want to know more about it. I so think that's these... that's what needs to be remembered about this. So just because people were invested in Crowley and like looking into the stuff he was doing doesn't necessarily mean you read Crowley, you're a Satanist. You, yeah. you know, it's you, it is better to know your enemy than not to know him. That's what I say. Thank you. But I wanted to ask you on, God, now I lost my train of thought. It'll come back. <laughs> I just lost it. I just lost it. I had it on the tip of my tongue. I wanted to ask you something. Nah. It'll come back. back. You know, I'll be in the shower and that's it. That's what I wanted God, to ask damn. you. If look, if if you make sure you video call him while you're in the shower, he likes that. <laughs> he does. He really does. I do. I do. I'm like Lehman. The phone's not waterproof. He's like, no, just fucking turn it on. Yeah, get under. If I don't see your gooch, get a webcam. <laughs> if I don't see your gooch, it's not real. Um, do, you, do you think that that the the drawing though has anything to do with what people like? Tell us that the scene. No. Hey, great aliens. Yeah. Yes. I. I don't. Do? I. I. I, no. I don't believe in the, the people. No, the people who you believe are like, not the crazy ones, but the ones that see no, no, this, well, this. I think there's something like I. Do, I don't believe. Um, the like, like we we spoke we spoke about the cave paintings, didn't we, mm -hmm. the other day? And that's what we've seen. We we know that there are. There has been archaeology seized that people don't see. There, there is one hundred percent, one hundred percent more ancient depictions of those beings. I would. Yeah, put... there's also one hundred percent fuckery going on as well with oh, of course, some of those paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah like oh, and the like the Egyptian statues that are just like X Files grave. You know, well, that's clearly not holding little grace. Yeah, 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 yeah crazy yeah. things going on. There. Yeah. Um, no, we're just going to tuck that in the back of the museum. We don't thank you. Anyone. Thank you to the National History Museum. Yeah. To the Smithsonian. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, you just wonder, like, what's what's there? That's the what what's so what what's so special? Because there is some fucking I love museums. Like always have done. Uh, and there's some amazing stuff in museums, even <clears throat> even like really cool dinosaur fakes um but the lee doesn't mean that because he's a dinosaur hater but every dinosaur in a museum is fake yeah everyone is everyone is my head my like when i when i read when i found that out it's so weird isn't it every single one of them it's joe you know the really weird thing is it's the preserved it soft to, tissue it's it seems to um it seems to be a, a a happy fake fakery as well. You know, like you get houses, especially like up in the like the Hollywood Hills and stuff like that. People will be will sell houses and it'll be like, this house comes with its own dinosaur, and they've got like a dinosaur skeleton in the living room, mm -hmm. and you you go, well, fuck, well that's not real because the ones in the museum aren't real, but people will be because they're fossils, 
they're legitimate dinosaur fossils, which we know are recreations of what the of, of the actual casts. Um, I, I I do have to say that I have found fossils before. I don't I, I don't not just believe I don't I don't not believe in fossils. <laughs> I don't not believe in dinosaurs. I'm just I just think it's 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 another one of those things that you find out and you go, that's just really strange. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just another another quirk to this fabric of reality that you I mean I I, I remember going to the Natural History Museum in London for the first time and the like the coolest thing I saw there was the dinosaur bones. And then I went to uh, to another place when I was in the US, and the the only fossil they had in the th- in there was a T Rex skull uh, fossil. I don't even think there's been like a T Rex skull, like a complete skull discovered. You know, even in not been a complete in, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no but no. even a complete T Rex skull. I don't know if there's been one. The most complete dinosaur they ever found was Sue. Is it Sue? Am I right by saying that? It was Sue in the States, and that, that was the a T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? All right, okay. Maybe that was the most cool. complete one ever yeah. found. But even when setting her up, they like purposely broke bones to make yeah. it look like what they think it should. And if you've ever seen, like, they say, well, this is an artist representation and recreation of what a dinosaur would look like. You ever seen when they give them a hippo skull, hippo skull and don't tell them and tell them to do it? Looks nothing like yes. a hippo. Looks yeah. nothing like a hippo. They have no... Mm fucking clue with these things <laughs> yeah. not a one <laughs> yeah yeah it's, uh, it, even even down to the i mean that the, that would make another good show you know if, if we're going to keep uh sundays for like less aliens more paranormally <laughs> like current conspiracy stuff we'll keep the, sundays <laughs> terminate the channel yes i was gonna say we keep sundays trying to the channel <laughs> Fridays we have a show. What do you do Sunday? We try and get them to take down the show. <laughs> yes, make sure, make, make sure you go and find us on Rumble, people. It's the last thing they would expect. <laughs> we'll, we'll confuse them. Are they trying to trying to grow the channel or shut it down? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Maybe that's it. Maybe Friday, all we do is talk about what a good job CNN do about UFO disclosure, yep. and then then Sunday. We talk like this, and they won't know what to do with it. Like, we love them on Friday, but we fucking hate them on Sunday. <laughs> oh. uh, I can't. Sorry, I was going to say, but yeah, I think that that would be a um, a good show as well. The dinosaur thing, but we should yeah. start making these live on Twitter. We could make them live on Twitter. We are we're, we're live on TikTok as well now. I don't know how we would how to stream live on Twitter. Maybe we could do it in a similar way. Yeah, um, I, do think, I, I do think Twitter is a good way to go platform wise. It seems yeah. to be, you know, is the we should have just the, a Twitter show. We can make Sundays just a Twitter show. We could do, yeah, and test out just Elon Twitter show freedom. on Sunday. Yeah, we'll really test it. We'll talk all about Anthony Weiner's laptop because <laughs> <laughs> if we lose uh, our Twitter, that's not such a big we'll deal. We'll fucking set UFO Twitter on fucking fire. Tim Pool, uh, actually, I watched it on YouTube as well. So I, I do think that um, Twitter, are, uh, sorry, YouTube are um, a slacker. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you, you're necessarily going to get it, going to get it searchable, but I think they are not quite as tight as they have been. I think, I think all the companies companies will have to be. I think Facebook will be as well because. Yeah, you know, the market has to react if Musk carries on 
doing the job he's doing. Yeah. Like the market will have to react to if, that. If they actually care about money. If they care about money. And then see, that's, that, that's another, I, I'm going to go off on another tangent here without even fucking finishing. Yeah, we, need, in the show, we don't need to do that. Yeah. The, no, <laughs> no, but the, it's the, the money thing really gets to me and it, it it's kind of in fitting if we're talking about these shadow groups. Um, what Disney is doing with their intellectual property and the way the public is starting to see that company does not make sense. It's the same as what Budweiser have just done with the, uh, having Dylan. Is it Dylan? Yeah. Um, promote Bud Light. It doesn't make sense. Anybody, anybody that, like looks at the demographic of who who drinks that beer, or um, just the 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 sea of of how the sea. I mean, let's face it, it's a fucking person. wank beer anyway. You know, it's not. <laughs> I mean, no, that's no, true. It, that it's true. it's the most popular beer in the world. Yeah, but it's a shit beer. It tastes like wank. No, but they've just tanked their stocks. Six billion. I heard they lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, you, I, in some ways, I'm not not to steamroll over. In some ways, I think they kind of want you to, to want people to go, oh, it's a shit mm. beer because it takes away from the fact that that what they did was they've just lost a huge amount of money, uh, a a big chunk of market share, not for profit but for idealistic purposes. I don't know why, because I don't think real men would drink that beer anyway. <laughs> hey, it's a light beer. <laughs> I like it, but light. Go on, yeah, and say, uh, say some more. <laughs> but uh, this is the this is the thing that I just don't I don't understand why uh, all of a sudden companies that have have spent their entire histories just wanting to make money are willing to lose huge chunks of it because of like ideals. So so Tax here's reason? one here's nah. well, here's here's one for Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch, Anheuser Busch, which makes Bud Light. Yes. The CEO uh, used to be a Marine lieutenant and then ducked out of the Marines and worked as a CIA operations officer. That's interesting. Yep. And uh, is, that, is that Bush? Then is he became CEO. To the Bush Bush. Are they connected to the Bushes? No. But no. No. So the current CEO is a former CIA operations officer. Wow. Mm hmm. That's yeah, cool. so he went from a CIA operations officer to rubbing, rubbing. I don't know what he's rubbing. I don't want to know. Uh, rubbing, Dylan, probably uh, running Anheuser Busch. Uh, you yeah. know, a fucking hundred billion dollar plus company. Probably better wages. He's qualified, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. It, it's, I mean, Bud Light is. In my in my British head, anyway, the uh, the, the right redneck nectar, you know, I can. It is. Yeah, and uh, so if if you've got if you've got a load of guys sat down in the south, chugging down Bud Light, watching NASCAR, eating barbecue, and you go, how can we sell more of this stuff? I said, was this like trans trans guy on uh, TikTok? That uh, spends most of their time like acting like a preteen girl. Oh, we yeah. think perfect 
marketing link up. Oh, yeah, it's going to really Fucking weird. It's a weird choice. No, not to have that person advertise stuff, fine. If it works with your brand, go with it. Do, do Bud Light's mean? not that brand. Bud Light is not the brand for it. No. So weird. Like the 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 loss of money and and revenue. Like Disney tanked Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Disney tanked Toy Story with the Bud Light uh, Bud um, Lightyear movie. Like how? Like what do you? You've got like one of the most beloved film franchises, and you put a film out that you know. A large portion of your uh, audience isn't going to want to take their children to, for whatever reasons. If, however, you feel, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm just saying, and uh, history has proved me right because it it didn't just break even; it lost millions. Um, when I was in uh, that was on in the cinema when I took my son into the into the toy shop. And it was fucking the toys for the Buzz Lightyear movie were on sale, mm-hmm. like half price. Oh yeah, straight away <laughs> they were. When the film was still in the cinema, crazy. Fuck my left nostril. And, and and you see that reaction, like um, you know, Disney parks are losing. Like I, you know, I got a bunch of kids. I got I'm a family man. We go to Disney or used to. Um, now we don't. We would go do something else, and that's. Yeah. And I know other people, and like we go there. I got a bunch of kids. I got a wife. We'll take like nephews and things like that, and um, other family members who want to go. That you know, oh, I've never been to Disney. It's like, oh, come on, we'll take care of it. Come, come with us. And uh, <laughs> so that's a substantial loss, right? And I know many other people like me that are like, no, no, fuck that. I'll go do something else. I'll throw this money anywhere else. I'll light it and fire in the backyard first. You know, um, it. It's such a bad business move. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Mm. Important oh. question here for the for me and Ollie and Hidden Underbelly. Uh, what beer is the most drank in Great Britain? <laughs> well, I haven't seen my French. Carlin <laughs> is Stella. The... I I I, I rather... hate Carlin, but I'm I, thinking I, Carlin. I'd I'd rather suck a dog's dick than drink Carlin. Ugh. I mean, I can do both, but uh, I'm... <laughs> go either way on that one. So we, on one. so most beers that are popular in, in Britain, I call witch piss. So you got you Carlin, your fucking Fosters, which is just wanking a fucking in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I generally, I, I kind of like I like Australia Madri. Uh, yeah, I'm in that that bracket, and I'm still. Is a good, is a yeah, good. I love Amstel, love an Amstel, yeah. Yeah, it's I a lot with a bit of a I cannot taste. drink Stella. Stella just turns me into an no, absolute I don't, twat. I don't, I don't like Stella. The reason why I said Stella though is because of the H H F H M article, where um they, they did some sick survey about domestic violence, and they happened to ask the people that were beaten, you know, what bear was your your partner drinking and it was Stella at all. Stella. So Stella know, Stella in pubs has the nickname the wife beater. Yeah. Do you know I can I can, I I'm not gonna say I can relate to that because I beat my wife, but I can she would she would I have done, but I don't drink Stella. Ollie, she, we all know she beats you. She <laughs> would beat the living shit out of me. Yeah, I would. Um but Stella is a beer has 
I used to drink that all the time when I went out and then I had to stop drinking it because I realized it, it kind of made me turn out. I, I became a very jealous man around like ex-boyfriends and stuff like that. It's, it's, it, why you've and, got yourself and you and your girlfriend, why are you jealous about your old exes? Yeah, what, this, why, Stella, why are you, Stella why is a weird, weird drink. On the booze, weird man. fucking drink. Honestly, you, yeah. that's got so many chemicals in that shit. It, it you, just made, you made your you... choice. You stopped going out with the boys and started going out with a woman. It's, it was your yeah. choice. More of a red, red, red wine, lad. My personal, I, my personal, and beer, it comes though, in a you sex, should drink Bud Light then. The per, my personal beer that I do like is Cronenberg 1664. I think that's a nice beer. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with a bit of Cronen. What a time! What a time for Mister Squatch to come in. <laughs> it's he didn't miss a thing. He literally comment. <laughs> he literally commented there with me going, with you going. I'm a red wine man, and me going, and it comes in a sex toy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I think Shiny. at the two hours twenty four minutes and ten second mark, this is probably a good time, good time to wrap her up before can, it's fucking two o'clock in the morning. Can we can we quickly add that we we are after some sort of beer sponsor? So, oh yeah, anybody, yeah. And, and Ollie, Ollie will lost. happily change sex. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll put him in. Dress. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you, if you pay us enough, he'll become a man. Um, so Bud Light, if are you listening? <laughs> you could redeem yourself in England. Alien addict for Bud Light. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, we wouldn't even need to be paid. I just like to be like, if you could just feed us beer, that'd be that'd be. Nah, money, I don't you know? drink, man. Joe Rogan was drinking him the other day, wasn't he, with his buddy? <laughs> yeah, like, making a, making some ridiculous point. It's like you're, you're pretty tone deaf on this subject, there, Joe Rogan. Well, it, it was it was quite funny because he brought a picture of Dylan up, and the guy I can't remember his name, but he'd had a bit of the honey. <laughs> you know, oh, the, he, the yeah, the mad honey. Mad honey, yeah. Is that <laughs> went, what, what does that anyway? And, and, and he went, he just went pretty fit. Joe's <laughs> Joe Rogan just like went, okay. <laughs> well, he has to accept it. He has to, he has to, I don't know. The whole thing is insane. It is insane. We live in a weird, we live in a crazy world. The uh, I, I heard in um. It's getting crazier. You guys are coming to America. We are. Uh, quickly, I'm going to do an advertisement for someone that doesn't need it. If anyone hasn't watched it yet, there is a um, podcast up on YouTube that's called uh, Tim Pill's Culture Wars. I take it it's like a side thing to what's like the Timcast IRL. It's not Tim Pill that's interesting. He's got the uh, like the skinny white dude, the blonde guy that does his but the shows with him, I quite like him. But he's also got Alex Jones on, and any podcast with Alex Jones on is worth a watch. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. It's really good, like really good. Um, but yeah, the he they he summarized it. The like the the blonde guy that's always on Tim Pool's thing. He's that he he feels there is a the beginnings of this rumbling of of common sense that's mm-hmm. gonna that's beginning to push back on this stuff and i uh, joe i find really really weird is that we have we've let like all the like the story hours go and the um the like the const, constant 
I'll, 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 I'll say feminization of men. But when they, uh, when they came after J.K. Rowling and um, Harry Potter, were like, fuck off. Off our fucking wizards and Bud Light. No, not Bud Light. Of all the things that could have pissed people off, it's like, not Bud Light, not wizards. And I, I just think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> They're still pushing. The UN is trying to push for uh, to end any laws or restrictions Careful. on ages between consenting humans. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. Look after your children, people. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Look after mm. your children. It's a and sick, it's a... sad world. Watch, look, look. Watch what they're watching. But as yeah. a sum- as a summary, the yeah, I think that that's the key. Is Anthony Weiner. Yeah, but it's it, don't throw your kid in the corner with an iPad and think just because the app says kids on there fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's you need to you need to keep an eye on the media that is coming in and out because your parents didn't do it with you. You know, it's either, uh if you had good parents, they'd watch films before they before you'd watch them. You know, I was allowed to watch stuff I shouldn't have watched when I was a kid, but I also knew the stuff I shouldn't watch. Yeah. My parents turned into me faces of death. <laughs> <laughs> that explains, explains a lot, lot right? <laughs> yeah, explains a lot. Cool parents, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How old was you? First time? I don't know. Seven. Oh, not so cool then. <laughs> but That's a bit young yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. So anyway, let, let's let's wrap let's wrap this up before before we go deeper and fucking channel. <laughs> um, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks to Stu who has disappeared. Um, as always, we've I've, I've got such a terrible. Uh, always wanted to convince. <laughs> 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 I, can't I don't know what to do with my money. Um, a good way to end this podcast is uh, CO2 makes up 0.4% of the atmosphere. It's gone up from 0.3% of the atmosphere in the last 100 years. Little fact. Bye. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, fuck. That would have been a good way to end the show. Haven't ended the show yet because I didn't have midgets. No, I didn't have the music fucking queued up. That would have been. I'd have looked really cool and just. Dude, you just pulled such a Bud Light. Oh. How about about I dillined it. You dillined it.
Fraggle trip. 